Yeah, you're going to hear some outside stuff because I'm sitting outside. How hot is it right there? Um, you know what? We're having a really nice streak. It's hot. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I can sit outside and it's nice. Nice. Um, I would say, let me look up exactly. It's 91. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> um, feels like 99. So, <laughs> so <Wow>. not that <laughs> bad. I guess I'm just broken. I mean, most days it feels like 150 degrees. <laughs> oh my god uh, i mean most days in the summer like i can't even be outside at night <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh i remember yeah yeah <laughs> so, yeah you drive by the bank and it's like a hundred degrees at midnight you're like get the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah it's insane and like someone um my friend monique came to visit this week and she wanted to go to this place called bacchanal wine uh-huh. which is very cool but it's like an outdoors sort of like cool like garden with a band playing and there's a little wine store at the front so you like buy a bottle and then just go in and take your like get a bucket and take your bottle to the of ice and take your bottle to the table and it's very cool but i cannot endure it in this yeah it's a, it's a sweat lodge <laughs> yeah yeah it's just like i know it's 11 p.m but i can't do this <laughs> <laughs> drinking alcohol while i'm sweating is the worst experience i i hate it of any sort yeah this... i've never i i've never been able to really understand it <laughs> no yeah but when people like want to like lay out on like a hot beach and like drink whatever fucking little frou-frou drink like <laughs> That's just yeah. like such a recipe for a disgusting migraine and like, ugh. Uh, I will say I was in New Orleans uh, hanging out with uh, with you, Monica, on Easter <laughs> and it was warm and uh, we walked behind a, a second line parade and I drank uh, Bud Lights while I walked behind a parade. So I think if you're doing stuff, if like alcohol is part of the hydration process, that's one thing. But just being there and just existing in, in a sweaty yeah. miasma is difficult. There's something there's something to it being a celebration because I do think right. in, that, in a second line context it's kind of fun. Yeah. But like I went to Coachella one time and people were like drinking and I was like I'm gonna faint. I'm gonna faint. <laughs> <laughs> I will die if I do this. There were times there were times where I just was like now or i'm gonna faint <laughs> so i can't understand how people were like drinking or doing drugs i was just, oh. it, it's beyond me i was like i can't put enough i can't even i can't even drink coffee like oh yeah, yeah. i can't put enough water in my body right now that i used to go to bonnaroo <laughs> i used to go to bonnaroo every yeah. year and you'd see some pathetic fucking idiot who drank too much and fell asleep in the direct tennessee june sun oh, and no. and their back was like the color of like a brick wall and you're like buddy that is gonna suck so much when you wake when just when you roll over when you wake up yeah. like yeah, you just see it, those guys. Even just cut. when you shift your body at all and, uh, like, your skin moves. Yeah, like, you fully have, like, a second-degree burn on your back, like, yeah. because you drank too much fucking hunch punch and, <laughs> at the fucking what tent. Oh, yeah, you're going <laughs> to be molting your skin like a snake. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh, God. <laughs> I, um, I was in Montreal last week, and I was really hoping that it was, like, Someone told me it was cold. Someone was like, oh, it's cold in Canada. And I was like, it's just as hot here. I was going to say, yeah, it's that still East Coast. completely cheated. It's boiling hot and humid. It's not as humid as New Orleans, but it's not like I got a nice little cool break. Sure. 
Yeah, I, I was uh, just in Canada too, but I was on the West Coast in British Columbia. Now that, that is a paradise. That is a temperate, beautiful, dry West Coast paradise. Yeah, I would like that. That's the Canada I think I was imagining. I mean, I'll be honest, I it was for work and they were flying me out and I like, I never even looked at a map. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's basically you just went to Vermont. I just, I don't. Yeah, like, I don't know where I thought I was in the country, but I thought I was way farther west than um, I was. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm right by, like, New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, it was fine. Um, anyway, <laughs> hey, welcome to What Did You Learn with Luke and Monica. Uh, I'm Monica Scott. And there's another person in the room. <laughs> uh, I don't know when this actually kicks in. Oh, here it is. Okay. <laughs> oh, is this the song? Ah, it's the song. Yeah. I don't know if it's the. I don't remember if it's the one from the movie. Uh, I think this is the one they excise from the movie. Is it where the guy's like, "This is some flat Earth music." This is uh, flat Earth music. I know. That's what I'm saying. That is a that is a song called Flatline. By, yeah, oh, uh, B.O.B. Never B-O-B. mind. B.O.B. That's a different one then. Yeah. 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 Which is a a diss track that he released at Neil deGrasse Tyson when uh, <laughs> they were when, so mad about Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, yeah. All of them. Say- Neil deGrasse Tyson does invite that range. No, for yeah. sure. But like rule number one of the internet is don't be mad. Don't let yourself be publicly mad. Yeah. And then yeah. you can, then you win. Like uh-huh. <laughs> every yeah. one of them was such a bitch about Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. It's like, dude, <laughs> don't let this nerd push you around. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So sorry. Anyway, but I do want to point out, <laughs> I do want to point out real quick in there that he does compare himself to Malcolm X. Oh, B.O.B. does? Yeah. Oh, oh he sure, sure does. Oh, sure, yeah. sure. Uh, wow. Which I think is probably not offensive to anybody, and everybody can agree <laughs> that it's accurate I, in terms of the Flat Earth movement. I was sad about that song because I, I like exactly one B.O.B. song, and mm-hmm. it's really not even because of B.O.B. It's called uh, Play Your Guitar, and it's because it's got uh, it's it, the, the sample, the riff they sample is uh, uh, Bo, as Bo Diddley, and uh, Andre 3000 is on it, and it's such a fucking good song, but now it's like it's almost like listening to Kanye West since he became a MAGA guy. You're like, yeah, well, I can't let people know i like a flat earth guy's tunes you yeah. know? but uh i suppose that's I where we're at i didn't catch did they mention bob in this movie i mean i get no, now i'm letting i don't get think so uh, no also, I, I was B. O. B. wrong is just separately a flat earth guy? he sure is yeah yeah wow in a pretty big way it's weird they don't even mention him because they mention they go as deep as like to reference like aj styles and daniel bryan having an argument about it on fucking smackdown you know i'm like well they should mention bob they list all the athletes yeah (laughs) Um, anyway that's that's weird uh so that's Luke Jensen, who didn't say his name, just played a song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a known entity. <laughs> <laughs> and and our permanent guest. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so the movie we watched was Behind the Curve. That's um, right. It's called? Okay. I keep calling it Beyond the Curve, uh, which is not <laughs> what it's called. So don't search that. <laughs> Behind the Curve. Um, it's on Netflix. And uh, yeah, what was your guys' uh, what was your guys' uh, initial takeaways? Uh, from this movie i uh i watched this for the second time last night when it first dropped like it was one of those Me like too. i, I yeah. loaded up netflix it was like brand new on netflix i was like oh this yeah played it immediately <laughs> watched every moment of it and that was probably how, how long ago did that come out probably six months or something like that something like that yeah, yeah. right around winter i think so i watched yeah. it then and then uh i watched it again last night and uh boy it's still fun it's yeah. still <laughs> just a lot of fun uh yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll save the analysis of the very last moment of this film, which is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's truly a funny movie. Like, yeah, it's like the way, like the editing and the filmmaking of it is like funny. Yeah, it's yeah. The, yeah. the only time that I felt that it almost turned sinister is when they uh, had that guy. Uh, who you could tell was like two seconds away from being like, and the Jews, oh, like, like that, that like that pastor guy who was talking about like a biblical something, like the real crazy guy with the hammers. Yeah, where he had the two hammers. Oh, he's bouncing yeah. the ping pong balls and the hammers. <laughs> that dude. If I mean already the description <laughs> of him being the crazy guy with the hammers. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not good. It's that's not, not a good what look. you want to be known for. <laughs> yeah, I think I wrote his name down somewhere, but anyway, yeah, that it's guy like Nathan something. Dear Lord, he was yeah, he was the one name I didn't have. Um, Nathan Thompson. He, yeah. Nathan Thompson. He was, yeah, he was messy to me. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the one where I'm like, okay, Mark Sargent's just like a fucking nerd who lives with his mom. Like all, all these people are somewhat redeemable. They're just like idiots. And then that guy, I'm like, oh no, he could he could lead an army of crazy people. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> at one point, he said, uh, I wrote this down. My brain coach says you got to lurk into flat earth. <laughs> What's yeah. a brain coach? Yeah. What are you I talking about? I remember brain coach. I remember brain coach really sticking out. To it me. sounds like what a dumb person calls a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> That's my brain coach. You have to make it into a sports thing or they won't pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> I brought an apple for my brain coach. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that guy was sincerely very terrifying to me i mean he's also i think growing up in southern california like he's a very familiar southern california character to yeah. me like, yeah like that kind of like rural southern california lives in the desert or something it's like what they're not telling you is this, you know, mm-hmm. like one of those guys yeah yeah southern california is full of dudes like that yeah. um because a lot of it is like desolate desert <laughs> yeah dude there's nothing to do in temecula except uh, fucking hit ping pong balls with hammers and think about the flat earth <laughs> I did. I was like, oh, that does look kind of fun to do with this hammer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder if they, that's what drove him mad. He yeah. just he hammered ping pong balls for too long, and it just it, it his all of his brain coaching uh, fell apart, and he just went completely <laughs> mad. Yeah, I mean, and so to describe what he's doing with the hammers, in case in case listeners didn't watch the movie, is he literally has two flat like mallet hammers, yeah, and a ping pong ball, and he's bouncing it, but he's bouncing the ball between the hammers back and forth. Yeah, uh, legitimately very difficult list- and impressive. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, while rapidly listing all of the periodic. Was it states, right? Or was it elements? He he starts with states and then goes to the periodic table. He does both. Yeah. Yeah. 
it was weird. It was like, I was like, uh oh, really painting a picture that this man's insane. That, that, in hey, that's what those minutes. brain coaches are for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, I legit think that's what it is. I think he must have had some sort of like head trauma and then he had to go to a brain coach and they were telling him like you know maybe learn to juggle or something (laughs) also everyone in this movie can juggle to no one's surprise these all (laughs) seem like people who should be able to juggle and indeed mark Sargent and hammer guy can both juggle pretty good (laughs) (laughs) well yeah and like these are all just like it's funny because with the exception of this guy yeah like you said they're all just kind of like isolated people that found yeah. a community and it's it feels very like oh i see how this happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i see i can see the pieces of how this happened um but him no just crazy and scary yeah he, he also was the quickest to bring up vaccines yes because mm-hmm. i feel like these people get equated with the anti-vax people a lot and it, there was some overlap but well it was really quick <laughs> him and 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 uh patricia steer uh, yeah. Or should I say, Patricia steer, <laughs> steer people away from the truth, man. That's what I'm saying. Uh, she, she was, she was a real something. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, it was. It, it's um, our uh, mutual friend Benyam Bazuna had an old bit where he talked about um, them interviewing somebody in front of a, a voting place about health care. And he was just like, uh, he was like, I don't want socialized medicine because socialism, the Nazis were socialists and I don't like Hitler. And he was basically saying that, like, you've turned your opinion into a, an improv game of, <laughs> of yeah. how to, and that's, that's what I felt. All of their opinions on, uh, Patricia were just like, oh, this is just Bazuna's joke. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And the, it's like their real position on Patricia was like, I hate my ex wife. So I yeah, totally. Her. I hate this pretty lady. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is funny that like one of their points was just like, well, she's too attractive to be one of us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad point. Yeah. It's not a bad yeah. point. I They're know. right to suspect yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> she shouldn't be there. She yeah. should, by all rights, uh, you know, uh, be be happy somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> well, so have you looked her up? Have you looked any of these people up? I, I looked up a, a little bit. I was more uh, wondering, like, what what is the movement doing now with this movie? And, of course, they just, you know, they were just like, yeah, it's all bullshit. And they just moved on. They didn't actually, you know... Uh, uh, <laughs> they didn't actually live and sit in their own uh, owning at the end of this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like it. I feel like this movie really showed them a lot of empathy for the most part. Oh yeah, totally. But the people um, were pissed, and I, I was reading the Rotten Tomatoes reviews, and it was half. All the people who gave it like one one star, half a star, or whatever, were either flat earth people but much more so it was regular people just being like why are you glorifying these people why are you glorifying this movement i was like they didn't glorify anything these people look like fucking losers yeah which also fully proves the point of the movie because i to me the point of this movie was like hey these are people that got pushed to the fringes and now if we don't make like if we all don't make an effort like this this is just gonna keep going oh yeah yeah well and then also just like that that kind of uh you know that that's granted it's it's not it shouldn't be elitist to think the world is round and stuff but they still come off like uh i wrote her name down because it's amazing uh hanalor girling dunsmore imperator furiosa uh (laughs) the one with the pink hair was just like 
it's you know her and then the the other uh, oh shit i wrote down the other guy Wait, the, uh the spiros michaelic michaelakis yeah yeah the two yeah. physicists them them two came off like kind of bad until the end she kind of redeemed herself at the end because she kind of like said something like oh these are these are just like kind of sad desperate people that need you know that need camaraderie or whatever so yeah. i think she gets it but at the beginning they both just came off like come on <laughs> and it's like that's what yeah. they hate is that you know yeah and part of i think why they're leaning so hard into the this conspiracy theory is because you know the world like i think if you feel like you have a a life that you feel sort of slighted by then yeah. it, it it feels good to really dive headfirst into a conspiracy <laughs> like this. yeah oh of course uh, and so it's just sort of a self-soothing thing i think that all these people are doing um patricia steer quit quit flat earth yeah she like deleted her youtube channel like within the last like six five five or six months or so because i looked her up i had looked her up when I, the movie first came out and her instagram was pretty popping with all this stuff and she had like i looked her up last night she's deleted everything she like restarted her instagram and it's just like here's photos of my home <laughs> wow but yeah wow. she's like fully fully quit flat earth that's oh my god mark mark drove her out mark drove her <laughs> mark yeah, drove I her crazy they broke up or you know broke up from whatever whatever it was that they were doing my god yeah <laughs> you, <laughs> flat I, earth and other hot potatoes yes flat, what a horrible name for a thing <laughs> what an exactly her generation and vibe name for that thing yeah so. yes Oh yeah, yeah. I loved the little detail that she was just like uh she was a vegan and also a huge Morrissey fan. Uh <laughs> yeah, and just like her dad owned a radio station. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's just like a weird little princess who did they ever ex- like ma- did it ever make sense why she had so much money? Uh I, I don't it must I don't just know. be the radio station thing. Yeah, I guess. Or maybe the family just had money. Uh you know, maybe if, if her dad was a DJ, it might be safe to assume that his family had money too. <laughs> yeah. Well, he wasn't a DJ, he owned the station. Oh, he owned it. Oh, well then shit. Yeah, yeah. they probably sold that shit to Cumulus or Clear Channel and they yeah, yeah that is, she's living living high on the yeah. high on the hog there mm. with that. Uh high on that new money radio money <laughs> yeah i uh um, I, I went uh when I, when I was on my uh, uh tour down there back in the spring i went to knoxville and hung out with uh, uh our mutual friend dj lewis and uh speaking of radio uh his friend who's a, a comedian and a radio uh personality up there jake james and okay. we actually talked about this movie a little bit on that episode. I think it's episode 245 of uh, The Goods. And uh, I wanted to just repeat here Jake James's point, which fucking killed me. And that is that uh, that lady hung out with Mark Sargent for one weekend. And it was so bad, she fled the country. <laughs> <laughs> she sold all of her shit and moved her cats to England to get back into an abusive relationship. <laughs> because Mark is such a nerd. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so shout out to Jake James in, in uh, Knoxville. Uh, he brought that point up, and I was like, he's right. He's yeah, right. Yeah, she did do that. <laughs> and she's a damn cat person. Like, there's no reason these two shouldn't be together, except that Mark is awful. Yeah. <laughs> They're both cat weirdos. They both have, obviously, you know, uh, a little bit of money. She's she's living in the figurative uh, mom's basement. He's living in the literal mom's basement. Like, come on. What, do, what are y'all doing? <laughs> Get together. 
Mark, they seem okay. Mark and Patricia seemed annoying in the same way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I'm like, y'all just fuck, just do it. Yeah, it's just kind of like the constant chatter of like little remarks <laughs> about everything they see. Oh yeah, uh, and how you know, and how they're smarter than everything around them. Oh, them at the NASA facility oh. was something else. <laughs> I yeah, am going to really say something irritating. that's <laughs> never been said in this facility before. <laughs> the earth is flat. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh. I, wa- I wanted that, that Saturn V rocket to come undone from its moorings and roll <laughs> both of them over in that, in that moment. <laughs> yeah. And then they also called the NASA facility like run down. Yeah, yeah. I was like, like, no, y'all just went on like a weird day. Like, there's no one there. Yeah, you're there on a Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. It's not run down. Yeah, it's just dead. I I don't uh, I don't know what uh, if any the union or or the organization is for camera guys, but they need to put the camera guy who pans to the start button uh in the in this in the capsule simulator (laughs) in the hall of fame of camera guys. Really funny. Fucking yeah. That is it like a be, Buster Keaton style dude. visual joke. Amazing. It had to be the same camera guy that when um, Scary Scary Hammers Man was <laughs> driving them. He was driving them and he starts pulling books out from his back seat and goes, I'm going to read you something from the chapter oh, God, yeah. contest. And the camera guy pulled, like pans a little bit to be like, we're on a highway. Yeah, <laughs> we're driving. Yeah. You fucking maniac. Yeah. You're going to kill like, us. It was, it was such a subtle pan over, but it was so funny. God, yeah. Uh, that that camera guy, uh, I assume it's the same person. Uh, yeah, put him in the Hall of Fame of camera guys. That, that shot. <laughs> Both those shots are yeah. incredible. Such excellent comedic timing in real time. That's yeah. not a joke that they did in editing. Oh, yeah. That's a pan he did in real <laughs> just time. Pan just pan straight down button. to the start button and back up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really loved that. I thought that was so funny. Um, yeah. They also all had that book, the same book. I don't remember the Firmament. name of it. Yeah. Firmament. What, what was the Beneath the Dome? Or Beneath something? the Dome. Yeah, Firmament yeah. is the name of the book. It's like about, I guess the, there's a dome, and then that there's that that shocking moment where that little kid asks, like, "How far up do you think the dome is?" Uh, yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "How old are you? This rules." Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> I yeah, did. Uh, it, Oh, I did like, you know, speaking of firmament, I liked the little part when they had the little panel in whatever back room and they just had one guy on there speaking on behalf of the infinite plane theory. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There were the different versions of Flat Earth. (laughs) And it's just flat and goes forever is one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that there's, well, there's a thing where they say that there's like, you know, uh, there's the ice wall down in Antarctica. Uh, yeah. And then beyond the ice wall is like another Earth, and then beyond their ice wall is another Earth, and that's 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 the infinite plane, I think. Oh, is, is that there's like an impassable ice wall that separates our Earth from like every possible infinite dimensions of Earth? Like that's that's the that's the thing. But then I I don't they don't really explain like then how does the sun work then? Yeah, did the the other Earths are just increasingly colder and colder? I guess yeah, because <laughs> the sun's only yeah. spinning above ours. And then, like, I listen, I didn't really try to understand the science that they were saying they believed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there, there was 
there's a lot of like they're kind of like making these excuses about why certain things happen and i was like boy not only can i not follow this but i'm not gonna try because i don't think it's the point <laughs> i i tried to research last night i tried to get a straight answer on what is the sun <laughs> like because at one point he just says like he's like oh you think uh, we're all rotating around the sun now the sun and the moon those are just lights in the sky i'm like then what, what are it? they then? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you were trying to get a straight answer on what they thought the sun and the moon were? Right. Like, I was typing well, in, like, flat earther, what is the sun, what is the moon? And, like, they, they just said that it exists, but they, they, they didn't explain shit. I'm like, how's it moving then? What, yeah. What is it? You know, I don't know. Yeah. They talk yeah. about. <laughs> Believe it or not, this is really convoluted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they kind of vaguely talk about it when they talk when Mark goes to witness the eclipse, and then yeah, he says, "Like that's what I was thinking about." Yeah, yeah, that's Mark says the sun self eclipsed, and he's like, "Yeah, it looks like a two dimensional object. It didn't look three dimensional." And it's like, what? Well, what what is did you? It? What did you expect it to look like? What's the fucking sun? Yeah, what, <laughs> what did you? Is it? <laughs> yeah, it is weird. He expected like to see like a literal sphere like that he thought he would be able to tell that it's a sphere from you know what a quarter million miles away from the moon yeah like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i do like that this guy used the glasses and trump didn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he at least knew enough to use the fucking glasses to stare at the sun yeah you know i i feel like with both mark Sargent and patricia steer it was a little hard. It, w- it felt hard to me to believe that they genuinely in their hearts believe what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know what I mean? Like he just seemed he seemed legitimately lonely. Yeah. And and this and it, and he seemed to get a real genuine joy from like a community that was excited Oh yeah! Did you see him in the neon glasses and that neon bow tie at the end, man? Yeah. He was uh, he was a damn stud at the end with that tuxedo. Yeah, he, he's so, he just seems genuinely happy to be a part of a thing. Yeah, but yeah. no, he did not have the same conviction when talking about this stuff. I mean, he just kind of had like a a a, a sort of. Um, contradictory nerd vibe right (laughs) more than anything else i mean i could totally see the scenario where he you know it's like it was like what the physicists say uh in the film i can't remember if this is in the film or if i heard this somewhere else but basically they're like they're like uh you know an idiot with a little bit of true information is like the most dangerous thing in the world. Where yeah, if the you... Dunning Kruger effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah they talk about that. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. So like, if you you know if you're uh, if you don't have a background in science and then you got a little bit of information of something you don't understand and then all of a sudden it's like oh and it kind of opens up this world to you. So I can see a scenario where Mark Sargent maybe you know kind of stumbled on or whatever got got too deep in the internet and found all this kind of shit and then he was validated by it by Mm -hmm. you know obviously by that video that he put out that everybody keeps talking about and so then it's Mm -hmm. like well i'm bought in this is the only thing in my life that's ever you know been validated in any way so what is he gonna not chase this down he might as well yeah so i think you're probably right He's just worshipped in it, so he so he likes it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I don't think I think that he doesn't. I don't get the sense he thinks of it beyond that. Like he's just like 
he's not analyzing why he's searching for this, but he's just like, yeah, I mean, and now this is what I fully believe because I'm accepted and yeah. I found my people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like if he was just better at making friends, the, there wouldn't be a documentary. <laughs> I mean, and I don't think anyone is above that. I could no, see a, I could no. see a pretty clear allegory to like comedians. Absolutely. Sort of, yeah. uh-huh. sort of co-opting each other's mental illnesses forever really wow yeah (laughs) yeah i mean the dude the whole movie is straight up wearing a shirt that says i am mark Sargent." right yeah he's so desperate yeah and like he the number of times that he brings up like when people are starstruck to meet him and like that kind of shit it's like like that's when you see his eyes light up for sure. Yeah, it's like ultimate boomer like <laughs> fame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like he gets to be an immediate expert in something that he is like just also have you I don't know. I I tried to watch some like conspiracy n- never the flat earth videos, but like I would say outer ring of these types of conspiracy people videos. Oh, like the nine 11 stuff or something like that. So no, even worse. I started, I was trying to watch videos about the mud flood. Have you heard of it? No, <laughs> no please tell me everything about the mud flood. I'm not going to be able to do it justice, but the, the general idea is that at some point in history, there was a worldwide mud flood that wiped out all of civilization and and there are conspiracy theory videos about the world that existed before this and that it happened like in the 1800s or something and the, how you can see on buildings on some buildings evidence of the mud flood and Whoa. it's like this whole it's like this whole thing but i wish i could remember the name there's like a name of like what the world used to be but um <laughs> this was in the 1800s it's not even like prehistory it's like oh no, no this it's is like lincoln was the president he presided <laughs> over the civil war and the mud flood <laughs> yeah well and and even i just typed mud flood into google <laughs> the first things that come up are mud flood buildings because they use buildings as like the the, the, the proof thing that proves it wow uh, mud flood pictures and mud flood reset because it was like an intentional reset of humanity i guess what year was this supposed to have happened <laughs> i am mud flood year uh so mud flood 500 years ago mud flood 200 years ago so who oh there's knows? been multiple <laughs> oh tartaria is the name of the world <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome i love this so it's crazy that's insane yeah it, it this is like peripheral to those types of people and the types of videos so all this to say, I tried to watch some of them, and I was like, these videos are fucking unwatchable. They're <laughs> like, I, they're 25 minutes long, and a, a lot of them are just like still images while someone talks into a microphone. Monica, can we please do the mud flood documentary? <laughs> Is there one? Find one, and yes. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying like you, me, and Luke. Let's make oh, this make shit. Make let's it? let's go find these people. Let's talk Tartaria. <laughs> I'm dying to know. It, <laughs> it's, it feels, I mean, maybe because it's less of a populist movement, so it feels more sinister. Oh, okay. <laughs> it feels like those people are scarier, maybe. <laughs> did Did Jewish people do the mud flood? Is that, <laughs> I mean. I, I don't know. They're also, it, it's connected to like, um, it was also connected, a lot of the videos would also talk about like 
old technologies that are like far more advanced than what we have now. Oh, like talking about like, like the Baghdad battery and the Archimedean death ray and that kind of shit. Yeah, and it's just like is absolute nonsense. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and the videos will be like one person will make a 45 minute video and it's like mostly a black screen that they're talking over and then they'll p- pull up some lights or, or some maps or some whatever pictures of buildings. Um, and then 50 people will just re upload that video, but with their analysis over it. It's like, this <laughs> Whoa, is, this is so insane. <laughs> I, I, you, you've, you've got me at a, at a loss for words here. I, I, I got to know everything about this mud flood. That's my, that's my afternoon. You've booked, I'm going to, here's my, here's a list of things I'm doing today. Mud flood, Hobbs and Shaw. That's my afternoon. <laughs> I'm going to do this pod, read about the mud flood, and then we're going to go see The Rock kick ass. It's going to be a good day. It turns out I'm accidentally like spreading the mud flood theory. Yeah, yeah, the the next podcast we do, I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. uh, uh, Sure, thin blue line. Let's talk mud flood. (laughs) (laughs) What happened to the Tartarian? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, man, the mud flood. I love it. Where did all the mud come from? What? (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah, I I feel like I tried to. That was like a specific thing I was trying to understand. Was like, what is the mud? Like, why would would mud kill me? What is the sun? What is mud? These are the kinds of questions that conspiracy theories lead you to. (laughs) Question everything, man. Yeah. It, It it did feel gross when Patricia Steer was like talking about kind of quickly referencing all the other theories she believes oh yeah yeah because she's a she's an anti-vaxxer right yeah which like whatever that uh, she looks like an anti-vaxxer oh, yeah. oh. Look, <laughs> they all look like milfy bitches <laughs> yeah, she, <laughs> yeah she she does have those like kind of like crazy vacant eyes of a of an anti-vaxxer yeah yeah but then um <laughs> No, when she was talking about 9-11 and, like, Boston bombing, I was like, uh-oh, these are bad. These are bad oh, yeah. to, to be <laughs> shitty about. <laughs> oh, yeah, she definitely doesn't believe in Sandy Hook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, like, the one she wouldn't bring up, but she, but she was like, oh, I guess I'll just um, use Boston bombing again as an example. Hey, right. um, <laughs> I don't believe it happened unless my leg is blown off, and it's yeah. like, that's... Oh, she she is also uh, anti-GMO and uh, chemtrails as well. Oh, sure, sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure. Super into well, chemtrails. I'm from an ke- anti-chemtrails family, so <laughs> I, I have no thoughts on that. You have, Seems... you have chemtrails going across your family crest. <laughs> <laughs> someone make that. To, if if someone's listening that does Photoshop. She doesn't do it anymore, but she used to do this funny thing where she would just on her Instagram post photos of the sky. Oh, and, I remember. Yeah, and I guess they were chemtrails. I, I, it's so I don't feel like I've seen them that often, but um, or like what whatever they're describing as chemtrails. But uh, yeah, and she would, she would put hashtag not okay hashtag Long Beach Post and like start tagging newspapers in it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, when I it was right when I first started following uh, your mom on Instagram, she had like uh, yeah. she had some. It was like uh, they're doing a lot of work up there today, and it was like some like <laughs> a bunch it's just of the sky, <laughs> bunch of yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, very confusing. Not sure what she thinks anyone's gonna do with that. Or like <laughs> right. 
there's just such a level of like boomer social media that I'm like, I don't really understand what you think, how I'm supposed to react. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, do you want me to reply to it? Or do you, <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what the desired reaction is. And I don't think you've thought about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't open Facebook anymore because it's all my boomer relatives oh. tagging tagging me in those like caption those like you type a status and then put a little image behind it. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah. I think those have a name but I always forget what it is um cuz I would never do one. Um mm. <laughs> and uh and they're always insane and when the hurricane was supposed to hit in New Orleans a couple weeks ago she tagged me in like five of those, um, oh. <laughs> like uh, updating the family. Like, yeah, but the the last one was like, Monica Scott has said that the storm has passed and everything's fine. And it was the background she put on. It was a gay flag. Like, <laughs> <background>. <laughs> and I was like, Why did you? Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it was just an image she liked, but I was like, why is this update gay? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, speaking of hurricanes and conspiracies, did you know that there is a Mandela effect uh, theory about Hurricane Katrina? No. That it actually happened in April? <laughs> what, what? what? I don't understand. I, remind me what the Mandela effect oh, is, because I kind of know. So but the, I don't the Mandela effect is like uh, when people talk about the there was that Simbad movie about him being a genie called Shazam. And oh, and everyone remembers something one way. That didn't it, happen. So it's yeah. named for, there's a lot of people who, when Nelson Mandela died a few years ago, a lot of people were like, wait, I thought he died in jail in the 80s. And so yeah. they call it the Mandela effect because they're, it's like the Berenstein Bears, the Berenstain mm -hmm, Bears, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Apparently okay. there's one where everybody, a bunch of dummies are like, hey, I thought Hurricane Katrina was in April. <laughs> So there's one, there's one about that, so that Hurricane Katrina was in April of 2005 and not August of 2005. It was like, nope, I was in college. I remember it. It was August. We were up drinking just, all night and watching the levees fail. Yeah, yeah. Just a different A month. You're confused. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, okay. I just found that out. I was like, what? That's um, easily checkable. I feel like uh, Mandela effect videos is what led me into mud floods. So be careful out there. Uh, <laughs> you get you slip in the mud if you go down that Mandela effect rabbit hole. I remember watching Mandela effect videos first, and then the mud. And then uh, an hour later, I was deep in Tartarian mud. <laughs> we, 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 actually, you know what we should do? Uh, the next time we do a podcast, we should start by we should all independently go out and try to find the craziest conspiracy theory we can find, and then and then. And just review that. Congregated <laughs> review some conspiracy theories because the, that mud flood is going to be hard to beat. I love mud flood. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Mud, mud flood was a good one. Um, <laughs> it's just so fun to say. I don't. I still. I don't. I still kind of don't understand it. I mean, it's like it seems to be like eight feet of mud. I guess. <laughs> I just guess eight feet. Like you you could like, survive eight feet. <laughs> I am not taller than eight feet. No, but but we could swim. Can you swim in mud? I don't know. <laughs> that that does no, sound like nice. like the origin of it was just like two guys sitting in a room and it's just like, what is taller than the tallest man you can imagine? <laughs> eight feet. <laughs> oh <Yeah>. fuck. <laughs> um. Yeah, I. Yeah, I feel like 
I mean, I'm sure that this movie is why I feel this way, but I feel kind of a gentleness towards flat earth people because of this movie. Yeah, I, I feel but like... Tr- but the second they mention anti-vax or anything else, I'm like, nope, you're stupid. Oh, God. <laughs> you're stupid and bad. <laughs> yeah. No, I uh, uh, I, I wanted to say, yeah, the, the, the hammer guy freaked me out. The other guy who f- kind of freaked me out, but also I deeply understand this person. Like, I, I totally... Like, you know, he's uh, he's exactly a personality type I know. And uh, yeah. that is uh, Matt Powerland, a.k.a. Matt Bolin or Boylan. Oh, sure. You mean you Math mean Powerland. Math Powerland. Oh, it's Math Powerland? <laughs> yeah. 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 Fucking Mark Sargent stole that guy's heat, man. And now he's just uh, he's on a mission. He's he's uh, he's he's got a hard on for Mark Sargent. He fucking hates that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but he seems terrifying yeah oh yeah 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 no he uh he definitely reminded me of like uh i don't know like a an insane uh julian assange or something like you know what i mean like just like a like a strange behind the scenes like wannabe svengali i guess of, of the whole movement but just very fucking furious about everything when he starts screaming mark Sargent is warner brothers oh yeah yeah his theories his theories were too crazy Oh yeah, yeah, and then he he pulled out of the he pulled out of the flat Earth convention at the last minute. Yeah, and do you remember the reason the the like terms he gave the documentary filmmakers to appear in the movie? What it was like a twelve percent of the profits, and he like... wanted twelve percent of the profits, at least twenty five percent of the screen time of the movie. <laughs> uh, he wanted them to like unequivocally support his un un based on nothing terms that he that mark Sargent is a warner brothers executive uh (laughs) working on a hundred alias and he wanted like fifty thousand dollars or something like it was like (laughs) it was it was wild didn't he also want uh complete creative control yeah (laughs) yeah yes (laughs) i i also like the idea that one, I mean, the idea that Warner Brothers is invested in this, but also <laughs> yeah. that they're going to send an executive to do that. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to take a take a break from my uh, my cushy house in the yeah. fucking Hollywood Hills I'm to gonna, go live with a fake mom on a shitty island out off the coast of Seattle. I'm going to stop producing Batman movies to yeah. <laughs> yeah. eat my iced applesauce in oh, mom's basement. Oh, my God, yes. Let, whoa, what, what, whoa, what? <laughs> just happened what the fuck is is iced applesauce i don't i don't know <laughs> that 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 was uh, all right so i i've i've made this this gripe known before but the uh the pacific northwest god bless them they're great people i love the landscape is beautiful their food is the worst like and and, and i yeah. just love that it was like she was all about what was it it was iced applesauce and uh-huh. uh what was the other oh chicken noodle soup uh-huh. that's what they were eating for dinner just <laughs> yeah, slurry that's like what you feed people who don't have teeth <laughs> yes exactly that's what you that's feed people in nursing homes yeah. don't have teeth that's what you give them yeah, so yeah. that's weird that is that like, is a meal for the twilight of your life <laughs> yeah don't have teeth but do have food poisoning that's yeah. what you eat <laughs> iced applesauce i forgot about that part i know i wrote it down somewhere god damn and like i would love more logistics like how what do you mean ice did you put ice cubes in it no or? i think it's just for i bet you anything she it's got a little frozen? she got a little cup of mots 
peeled the little the little tinfoil off, put it in the freezer for him just like he likes it. Because <laughs> he is a little titty baby. His mom seems so sweet. <laughs> oh my god. One of my What fa- a nice lady. One of my favorite moments in the movie is when she turns to him and goes, Yeah, but Mark, who was behind the whole thing? Like to what end yeah. is this? And he goes, I, I I know, Mom, sheesh. I haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also like when she turns to him at one point and goes well, you have some scientists that agree with you, right? And he's like, well, they can't. <laughs> yeah. <She's> like, oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the reasoning there is truly stupendous. When he's, yeah, when you get deep enough into the educational system, they, they, they basically own you, so you can't speak out against them. Yeah. And yeah. I love that he's basically saying <laughs> that scientists are in the pocket of big public education. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the most profitable organization yeah. on the planet. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, maybe that's the case. Maybe that <laughs> that powerful lobby is, is pff, for some reason, uh, I don't know, what, big round earth. Is that the, the, the lobby? <laughs> Also, I, I, I liked that when they... they're afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> Big round earth. They, they talked about, uh, at one point, they showed, a, I guess it was a newspaper article uh, about Mark that was in his local paper that said that it was like kind of listing what he did before he was like the big <laughs> flat earth guy that said he was... Uh, he made homemade fireworks and was a digital mm-hmm. pinball champion. <laughs> Didn't he get arrested for homemade fireworks? Oh, did he really? Yeah, I thought that's what it was. It was like it was like a bad thing and then a kind of dorky good thing. Yeah. Digital pinball is the little space pinball game that used to come with Windows 95, right? Like that's that's got to be what that means, right? <laughs> I th- yeah, I guess that- <laughs> Yeah. It, oh my God. Yeah. Who is the Who is the governing body for digital pinball? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's Bill Gates. <laughs> who chooses their champion? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's uh, oh, he's he's such a dork. <laughs> I love it. I think that every time I'm in an airport, too, this is off topic, but like. I feel like every airport I've been to has a sign about how they were voted the best airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none of our at, at our airport, none of the TSA guys let a guy through just because he believes the Earth is flat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, it doesn't sound like that guy is a flat earther. It sounds like that guy has the same name and thinks that's funny. That's yeah. what I thought too. I was like, oh, I think he's also just named Mark Sargent, but yeah. Mark Sargent's trying to make it sound like, oh, he, uh, you know, he's a, he's also on my team. I'm like, that guy doesn't, yeah. he's never heard of you. Yeah. I think Mark Sargent thinks that anyone who is friendly to him is a flat earther <laughs> yeah. because he also thought that one journalist is a flat earther and they cut to that journalist and that journalist is like what no yeah. <laughs> why <laughs> <laughs> he's like i don't even know why they think that yeah <laughs> oh i know yeah so, and then yeah mark started just talking about yeah we got people everywhere man <laughs> they're all over the place it's just anyone who's who's passingly kind to him yeah mm-hmm. Which yeah. is probably most people. I mean, he seems friendly. <laughs> yeah, he does seem friendly. Well, he's so it, it makes him think the numbers are higher. <laughs> you know, here's here's what he is. Mark Sargent is every 
like freelance computer guy I've ever met where like their whole gig is like they you know they'll fix your computer. Like my mom has a computer guy uh mm-hmm. named Charles who lives out in the country, really affable, yeah. really you're like oh he's just kind of like a little doughy nerd, you know, and he's really good at installing stuff and you know fixing your shit and he's and he's real friendly. And then he adds you on Facebook, you're like, "Oh my god, he's insane." <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's one of those where you're just like he's he's just been breathing in recirculated computer fan air in a in an airtight <laughs> room for too long and now he's got mercury in his brain. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, he just yeah, <laughs> spends too much time alone and like Went yeah. on some deep YouTube rabbit hole dive and has like oh yeah one or several insane beliefs. Oh no, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a trope. <laughs> there's there's guys like that where you just they can interact with the real world just fine, mm-hmm. and it's not yeah. until you like see their social media presence or whatever where you're like, oh my god, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh Yo, he's well, fucking and that's nuts. Often, that's often like a big complaint I have about social media in general, albeit not this extreme. Yeah, but that like it's like oh man, I don't think we were meant to see <laughs> people's brains this much about what we think about the world <laughs> yep like we i like there are so many sort of acquaintances that i wish i did not have access to this much of their brain oh yes yes mm-hmm. definitely definitely in so the com- like, man definitely in the comedy I world you. yeah <laughs> definitely in comedy there's so many people that you meet at open mics you're like oh this guy's cool and then they, they add you on the facebook you're like oh god <laughs> oh yeah. no they're yeah. they're nuts yeah but even like i feel like outside of the comedy world even i, I there's oh like, yeah yeah I have a friend who's a very sweet lady that is fun to talk to and online she's she's uh she's one of those people that like the government has broken her mind. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like every day is like insane ragey posts and I'm like, "Man, you're so normal." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. She's she's also there's like one person who um <laughs> there's one person I have like that who like has kids and is very nice but um her mind has been absolutely broken by the concept of school shootings which makes sense they're bad yeah but but like every day she's posting like a lot of kind of violent imagery and being like, this is unacceptable. I'm just like, I'm like, Hey, (laughs) I can, everyone can see this. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. And one time because I was in a school shooting, she sent me this message that was like, I read this and I thought of you and I cried. And then it was this woman, it was like a meme some lady made, where she's like recounting the horrors of the school shooting she was in. Jesus. And I was like, Hey, uh, don't send stuff. Like <laughs> yeah, that. I was going to say, I'd like <laughs> to like, not think about this. I was like, it's weird. I mean, I'm like, you know, I'm years away from when that happened and I'm okay, but I don't need to like read a vivid re- recounting of the experience. <laughs> was it about the Santa Monica college incident too? No, it was like oh, okay. about a different one, but it was about Still. like it, it was literally like a description of like hiding under a desk and like watching the shooter go by. Oh, and I was God. just like, I was like, hey, pretty insane that you would send this like for how woke you seem to be about this as a concept and the trauma and trauma yeah 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 exactly it's weird weird that you like sought me out so that you could feel connected to this and like 
I don't know. It was like, it's just this thing where people use whatever sort of peripheral connection they have to a news story sure. to assert that they're allowed to have stronger feelings than the average person about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like it happened with, uh, when Notre Dame burned down. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. Sure. Sure. It's like the same kind of logic. It's like, I know someone who kind of was near one of these and I'm upset. And it's like, no, you're just upset. It doesn't have anything to do with me. <laughs> 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 Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) which is like just you know to some degree i think that's what these flat earth people are like working through their traumas by creating a situation where they're persecuted and they have each other right right Mm -hmm. well it's it's what you know it's like what bonds bonds people together i guess is uh or one way to bond people together is a a trauma perceived or otherwise Mm. yeah and it's like they're creating a situation where they believe they're the victims of something they're being persecuted yeah yeah and then they're being persecuted by everybody like they're the victim of this big conspiracy and they believe their mission is like so pure that they're like well, I'm just trying to tell everybody. Like that guy, that insane hammer man walked up to a lady in a in a in a Starbucks when he's like, "Well, oh. I just got kicked out of Starbucks." Yeah, I loved that. <laughs> oh my god, that was it's very like, funny. Yeah, it makes sense. You were being bad. Yeah. What was he doing in the Starbucks again? I forgot he already. He was like badgering was, a NASA employee. Oh, that's yeah, there right. A, there was a NASA employee in Starbucks and he was like had his phone out. And was like recording and was like, oh, so you hate Americans then, I guess? And the guy was like, what? <laughs> he had to. Have, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> he had to have followed that man into the Starbucks. Like, there's no way you could just be in a Starbucks and then blindly identify, oh, that man works for NASA. Like, he had to have been stalking him, right? Well, I should yeah, say, I-, I should say uh, he was badgering somebody who at least he thought was a NASA employee. <laughs> Good There's Good no point. reason to actually believe that necessarily was. It's maybe just yeah, some whatever tripwire just got tripped yes. in his head. Where he's like, well, that person obviously works for NASA. Some poor son of a bitch got yeah. like a NASA polo because he yeah. likes the space I program. Say, like yeah. he probably got NASA merch, which is like popular. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he's got like a little NASA polo shirt on. He's like, well, that right. man obviously put rock puts rockets on the moon. Right, like that, like the kind of faded NASA T-shirt that everybody's bought at. Target. Yeah. Like, right, yeah. right. Because <laughs> yeah. also, I mean, when he was talking, he's like, I saw a NASA employee and I went up to him at Starbucks and I asked him, and I was like, in Temecula? Like, why? why yeah. Are they there? Why are there NASA people in Temecula? <laughs> I guess. There is no NASA in Temecula. Yeah. So I think the space shuttles maybe used to land at El Toro, but that base isn't even there anymore. So who knows? I know there's a spaceport in Mojave, but that's not that's, Temecula. That's the other direction. Yeah. That's way the <laughs> <Yeah>. hell north. <laughs> so it was just like, I. I don't know. I don't know if you saw a NASA employee. It seems like you just saw a man. Yeah. And by the way, they refer to uh, NASA as a military play using Hollywood assets, which I wrote down. Oh, is very yeah. funny. I do like that. I like the I like the weird language. They use. Yeah. The weird spy language. The weird fake spy language. Right. Well, it's very it's very Scientology in that in that way. They have you know like little little code yeah. words for things. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy yeah, when he was 
man i mean truly everything he said was unhinged oh yeah but like when he was <laughs> he was you know doing his interview to camera he's like okay well then why is nasa the what was it like the hebrew word oh, for lying or something it's like uh yeah nasa it's like yeah yeah nasa's the hebrew word for lies uh, yeah and then and, and then, then he goes actually it's nasawa but whatever man yeah, you get it it's close enough the shah or something. The yeah. yeah yeah and i was like oh so it's a different word <laughs> it's a totally different word <laughs> and in why why is that an important language to like right, I, I also right. like it's also indicative of like this kind of way of like picking up these weird non-clue clues that they like oh, to yeah. do you know like patricia CIA. well it's the it's like, bazuna's uh fucking improv game right yeah. It's, yeah i know but it's all those <laughs> kinds of things where it's like what kind of like dipshit is like smart enough to put together this giant grand global conspiracy right right and then they do wordplay to give it away like, yeah. <laughs> yeah well the funniest like little thing like that to me is that they all focus in on the un flag because uh-huh. that is supposedly like the closest representation to the flat earth how it actually looks is like the flag of the un which is basically just some graphic designer's way of putting all the continents on on yeah. one logo sure. and they're they're like oh but then also they're all complaining about like globalism and i'm like that's what the un is why is the yeah. the yeah. biggest force of globalism uh uh, uh <laughs> dropping little few yeah. hints yeah yeah well that's always like i mean with any conspiracy theory it's always like believed to be such a a grand like extreme thing and i feel like the reality is always so boring Mm -hmm. yeah well it's it's like what mark uh mark got you know is the point mark's mom brought up you know it's like to what end mark Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah who's behind this (laughs) why would anyone give this much of a shit you know and and, because mark is not even like a or at least I, as far as i can tell is not like a big bible guy like the hammer man is like into it for the for the religion right. you know yeah but mark seems to be sort of agnostic a little bit i think he's just in it because he likes that people like him mm-hmm. you know yeah and i think i do think i could be i mean like i know that there are some young flat earthers but I really do keep saying boomers because it does seem to be mostly like boomers. Or Gen X, Gen X, a lot of Gen X. Gen X X and boomers, yeah. Yeah. So the thing I'm noticing, though, is like, those are two generations that like fucking love drama. (laughs) 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 Like they do, they love the drama. And I just think that like, a part of the appeal of this is like, the drama of the idea that some that the government is like working so hard to trick us. Yeah, and and giving us uh, flat Earth honey pots like uh, Patricia Steer, <laughs> which yeah. they call her at one point. Yeah, that's very funny. Flat Earth honey it's, pot. It's just like it is like the one conspiracy theory that it's like this doesn't really seem like like a lot of the other conspiracy theories it's like okay well at least i can see the logic of like why this scary government would care enough to do this (laughs) yeah yeah but like mark's mom is right it's like there's no financial there's no payoff yeah there's no reason there's no like (laughs) exciting reason for them to want to do this except for to exercise control which right which who cares? Yeah, they, they control everything anyway. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're already in charge. <laughs> right. Well, what was it? Nathan Thompson's reasoning was just first off the vague idea of they, the menacing they, want us sure. all just generally dumb. 
Yeah. 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 They just want us dumb. They just don't want us to know anything. It's like, well, they succeeded with that fucking guy. Yeah. yeah. And and there's plenty of stuff. It's funny because I like some of this conspiracy stuff. And I do like I find myself to be like a generally kind of skeptical person, but usually on such a smaller scale. Because the truth is that like it's not that. I don't think it's that they want us dumb or they want this or that. It's that like individuals want control of stuff right. for financial gain. Yeah. That's capital it. and resource. Yeah, exactly. And they're just, they're just stupid. I mean, like most of the people in charge are dumb and these like these decisions to hide information from the public are often because it's like, uh, it's too hard. <laughs> yeah. It's either that it's too hard or they fucked up and they want to cover their ass. I think we've, yeah. we've talked about this on this podcast before where it's like most of the time, if there's a conspiracy, it's because somebody fucked up. It's not because yeah. there's some overall sinister thing. It's like, Oh, I just don't, don't want to like, you know, have to be served my ass on a plate, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to get in trouble. So I, I'm just going to lie. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, be like, yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's it's funny i think that's why like you know i'm watching part of this movie and i'm like i definitely get the desire to like question stuff yeah yeah I, 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 and it's fine and I, they're right most people are dumb um uh-huh. <laughs> so sure that's true <laughs> i uh but, oh I yeah that know. that uh uh Hanalore Girling Dunsmore Imperator Furiosa woman at one uh-huh. point says, You go to a restaurant. Is the person making your food a flat earther? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, who gives a shit? Yeah, I don't care. I don't care, they, I don't care what they believe at all. It's only disconcerting <laughs> if the TSA guy actually let Mark Sargent through just because he's a flat earther. Then I'm like, okay, maybe maybe don't get the guy who was convicted of making his own fireworks onto a plane. Listen, this is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't let uh, bomb guy on a plane, but other than that, I don't really care what my what my a, cook believes. This is a sharp right turn, but what was your experience with Canadian TSA cuz mine was so intense? Oh yeah. Uh mine wasn't so bad this time. Uh last time I went to Canada, uh it was uh you know, I I, I was bringing in a uh, I I have a whole bit about this, but I was bring, bringing in a oh, tremendous sure. yeah, amount yeah, yeah. of uh, Tony Sachery's Creole seasoning. So I was uh, pulled aside and they, they did have some questions about uh, right. all the spice I, I was forgot. bringing in. <laughs> I forgot that. Yeah. Well, the, you're, yeah, you know, you're you're a conquerer and you're going to a new land. With yeah, spices. yeah, that's what I say uh, in the bit. It's like this used to start wars, you know, yeah. hundreds of years yeah. ago, bringing in a, a, an obscene amount of spice into a foreign <laughs> land. But uh, no, it, uh, this time was free and easy. I guess they didn't make a note of like, oh, watch out for the spice man. So this time was pretty easy. <laughs> well, so. I I'd never been to Canada before last week and uh they so I was working and so the company I was working for had to send so many pieces of documentation to get me through customs. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I was like, boy, I can't I'd like this is crazy. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh but yeah, I had to like I had a get I had a port of entry letter and an invitation letter. And then I had to, sh- I had to like show them my email account to uh-huh. like prove I was working for this company and the dates of the festival. And it was also like a festival that was like taking over so much of the city. All the customs guys knew. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, sure. When I said it, but so it was really intense going in and then leaving this festival truly bought my flights and gave me the most atrocious 
flights home. Like <laughs> I had to leave the hotel at 4 a.m. Oh, God. To get to the airport, to get to a shuttle for the airport. And then um, and this festival is known for like people partying hard. So when I got down to the elevator, like the lobby on the elevator doors open, I just heard like it's 4 a.m. I've slept three hours there's like insane music and all the most famous comedians in the world were like partying their faces off. In the lobby. <laughs> and I was like, Oh boy. <laughs> and I'm like, I get into the, I get downstairs to go to like, get on the shuttle to go to the airport. And it's like other, there's like talent that's also leaving at the same time. They're all drunk. They hmm. haven't slept. They're just like, so they're just like annihilated on the shuttle. Oh, and I was God. like, boy, this is insane. <laughs> and then, and then I had uh, to take three flights to get home, and it made me so mad. Yeah. Wow. I was like, two layovers is crazy. These yeah. are major cities. <laughs> yeah. I, I think uh, when I went to the Yukon uh, Comedy Festival, we had to have the invitation and we had to have all the papers. So it was, mm-hmm. a little, it was a little bit more complicated getting in, plus the fact that I had an inordinate amount of spice. But the, sure. thing, <laughs> the thing about Canada is uh, they love the rules. Like, yeah, that's what I noticed. They love the rules, like, like, and good on them, you know. But it's it, it's that thing of like we we come from a country that just generally doesn't give a shit about the general population. So it's kind of like you can bend the rules because you're on your own. Like you you know, <laughs> in America, it's like yeah yeah yeah, go fuck yourself, whatever. So people are more willing to be like, oh, just come on in, you know, we got you, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Like if you can just kind of give people like a come on, can you just uh, let me do the thing I want to do? And most times it's like, oh yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah, you're, of course. You're a you're a smiley white guy. Care. Come do whatever you want, you know. But in Canada, it's like oh no 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 no. There's only seventeen allowed. That's the maximum. We can't let yeah. 18 on or whatever the fuck it is. If it's a fairy or if it's a goddamn, uh, you know, anything, there is no like, hey, can you cut me a break, buddy? It's like, oh, no, my taxes are going to pay for your fucking brain pills. We can't go anywhere. So, yeah, <laughs> so. Well, that's what it was like. It was uh, when I got to the airport, they I was only doing carry on. They searched my bag twice <laughs> yep. and I was like, OK. And, it, and the machine like the system they had was really crazy where it was like, it was like a barcode on the on the little tray that it goes through the X-ray machine on, and yeah. it would just scan it when it went through the X-ray, and then scan it when it got to like down the conveyor belt. And uh-huh. if, it, if it scanned like someone needs to search this, it like flings it to another <laughs> conveyor belt that you can't get to, and then you have to get in a line and like wait for them to search your bag. Yeah, they made me do that twice, and I don't know why. <laughs> and, and then, <laughs> and then in a layover, they. I had to go through six checkpoints where they check my, like my passport and my, um, boarding pass. Yeah. And I was like six between gates when I'm already in the security <laughs> clearance area is crazy. Yeah. And then, and, and then and you gotta then go to, you gotta go in a separate put, room and talk to a brain coach. <laughs> well, <laughs> and then they put me through customs, but I was still in Canada and I was like, yeah, what? I don't have to, you, don't I usually do this at the destination? And they were like, no. And they just like, so I'm walking towards the like thing where you have to go through security again to go through U.S. Customs. Yeah. And a guy stops me and was like, excuse me, ma'am, I need to search your bag. And I was like, okay. And so he searches my bag. And then I, I also have a bag that's very tightly packed because I was only doing carry on for a week. Yeah. 
And so he searches the bag and he's like, okay, bye. And then I turn the corner and I'm going into a security clearancing area again. And I was like, why? <laughs> why did you just search my bag? What happened at this airport? Gonna- yeah, I was like, why did the- Toronto sucks? Why do I have to do this? <laughs> Yeah, I just I just lied to him on the way out because I, I I brought uh, I brought home a bunch of uh, Canadian snack foods and uh, it was like, do you have any food in your bag? Oh, nope, no, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> just walked it's right insane. through. Yeah, it was very crazy. I I, I was like, why? Oh, no one is attacking this country. Why does any? Why are they yeah. crazy? Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. No, that's that's what I always think every time I'm in Canada. I love Canada. Don't get me wrong. I'll go there in a drop of the hat. I love it. It's beautiful, but. They love the goddamn rules there. They have so many of them, and they respect them, and you are expected to respect the rules, and I'm just like, no, nah, but like, that's uh, I don't want to do that. It seems like it's a waste of time. <laughs> so. I, just, I really like didn't have the emotional capacity to be searched that many times when I also yeah. had to start flying at 4 a.m. Uh, yeah, it seems like, like it seems like once will do. One time yeah. is reasonable. <laughs> Yeah, one time, sure, fine. My bag is tightly packed. Maybe you can't see everything in the x-ray. Yeah. But it's like, what? I I at one point was like, (laughs) when did I leave the security area? Like, why am I doing this again? I don't understand. Oh, we saw you uh, looking errantly over at the other uh, hallway there. You thought we might, uh, you know, you might leave. So we got to search you again. But then it wasn't that accent because I was in Quebec. Oh, God. Everyone was French. And so they were so snotty about everything. (laughs) Are you sure you don't have wine and cheese? Yeah, everyone. Oh, God. I Yeah, I really. <laughs> I wasn't ready to be in a foreign country, I guess. Like, I was so focused on the work, I forgot that I was like, oh, I'm going to a foreign place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I should do some research about, like, what, how I should exist there. <laughs> Brush uh, up on my French. Yeah. Uh, Man, the stereotype is that they're always just so, like, chill and laid back. No, they are. They are. But if you come up upon a thing that has a rule, there is no bending that rule. Whatever it is. What a like, bunch of fucking dweebs. I mean, it's like it is the trade off for socialism. Like that's the that's the yeah, truth. That's like what they it love is. Authority. It's not even yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not even that. It's I think they just love order and uh, you know, things to be normal all the time. Like so yeah. there there is no you know there is no uh, 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 there's no bending the damn rules. That's that's the that's the main thing that I've I've noticed there. And of course, I, I told this story on on the goods, but like uh, there was a woman just dragging ass in the line of a ferry. Uh, like we were we were driving to get on the ferry, and she was seriously going like five miles per hour or forty kilometers or whatever. And uh, <laughs> and I just passed her. <laughs> And apparently that is the biggest sin in British Columbia is passing somebody in the lane of a ferry. Like I told this to a bunch of comedians up there in British Columbia and they were all like, what you passed, you passed them in the ferry lane. I'm like, she was going five miles an hour. It's like, you're not supposed to do that. I'm like, yeah, well, I fucking did. I'm sorry. So, but she was pissed at me. Like, she came up to the to the thing. She's like, "Oh, you're in a big hurry, there, buddy. A fucking prick." And like, she started. Whoa. Yeah, she like bitched at me. Like, I was like, "Oh, you're like the first asshole Canadian I've ever met." But <laughs> but then as I'm telling the story, uh, nobody nobody was on my side. They were all like, "Yeah, you 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 broke a rule." <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm That's sorry. So I don't know." Yeah, these little subtle rules <laughs> about like 
Yeah. I don't know Again, how you're supposed to please operate your bring body. Me, bring me back to Canada anytime. <laughs> I love Canada, but it is very funny when I'm there because I'm just like, oh, yeah. I mean, because it is still ultimately a different place. I, yeah. So the rules are different. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like, yeah. It just takes a minute to like learn them. Yeah. And I had no... I had no free time, really. Yeah. So I, at no point, got to, like, learn any rules or, like, understand anything, which meant every time I left my hotel to, like, feed myself quickly before having to resume working, I was, like, furious. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, everything's different. <laughs> <laughs> at one point, I just ate at McDonald's because it was, like, I was like, I, I, I know the rules. <laughs> I know how this works here. Uh, and even that McDonald's is weird. <laughs> they have and they had a little patisserie. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. How French of them. <laughs> Say that again. Oh. How, how French of them. <laughs> It was extremely yeah. French of them. Yeah. Uh, like and a it's, bunch of, and a it's bunch like, of croissant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Croissant. Guess what? The French don't fucking respect you guys. They think you're like their weird fucking redneck cousins. They just stop, stop putting on airs, Quebec. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting because they don't seem to want to be French per se. They right. want to be their own thing, but it's like, you guys are mimicking France uh-huh. in every way. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they did have really good bagels. Montreal has like their own type of bagels. Ooh. Yeah. So that was, I, that the only satisfying meal I ate was bagels. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Cause everywhere else I like, I haven't spoken French in maybe 15 years. And so it's just kind of gone for the most part. Oh yeah. Uh, and so I like, and they speak English, but like they don't want to. So like, sure. None of none of the menus have an English version for the most part, which is hilarious because in Western Canada everything is bilingual. Like they don't, there's nobody speaking French in, in in Victoria or Vancouver really, but everything has both. You know. Yeah, and it was it was weird. It was like the menus would be only in French, and it's like okay, that's fine. I guess that's the language. It's it's only annoying because this is part of an English speaking country. Sure. Sure. <laughs> so it's only annoying because you guys are like acting special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, yo, and it's supposed it's, to be both. Yeah. But it's like, it's fine. That's fine. I'm in a foreign place. Like I'm not, I'm not a dick, but I was, I kept ordering the wrong thing because I couldn't really understand the menu. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and so I would order something and be like, Oh, okay. This is actually the grossest thing I've ever had. <laughs> I've never ordered it. <laughs> but I didn't understand. I thought I was ordering a chicken sandwich, but, but I guess I'll eat this weird sopping wet salad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't, you didn't enjoy your French water salad. <laughs> oh God. It, it, it had, it was supposed to be like an Asian salad. <laughs> Oh, no. And it had pineapple chunks on it, like from a can. Because, I, I mean, I don't know what the fresh produce situation is there, but I would imagine it's hard to grow because it's so cold most of the year. Yeah. So it was like... Do they got pineapple. pineapples in Asia? <laughs> I feel like that's more of a, like a island thing. Yeah, I don't think that's really an <laughs> Well, I guess the Pacific side of like Asia. <laughs> I maybe, suppose. Right? I guess maybe a little. That's it's not sort of Asia. Not really like a classically Asian thing. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah. Well, it had pineapple chunks from a can on top of it. Okay. And and uh, but that means that like it's pineapple juice just like sort of pouring out of these chunks the longer it sits there. <laughs> so there was like 
a half an inch of just pineapple juice okay. at the bottom of this bowl that the <laughs> salad was just like soaking into. And then the dressing on this Asian salad was just straight up like from a canned sweet and sour sauce. Oh my God. <laughs> it was so gross. I was like, I I'm starving and I can't order anything here. <laughs> so I'm going to eat this, but it's, this is the worst thing I've ever eaten. Mmm, <laughs> sugar and, and lettuce get, soup. <laughs> yeah. And I tried to get Lebanese food. I was like, I love Lebanese food. And I know the me- like, I, it's like an international menu I can order off of. I kind of know the dishes. Right. And even that, it was all fucked up. And I was like, oh. I quit. I'm just eating bagels. until I leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm maybe not made for international travel anymore. I love domestic travel. (laughs) (laughs) Try the West Coast. Go up to the West Coast of Canada next time. That's a that's a fun ass place. But just be ready. Be ready to follow the damn rules. (laughs) Yeah, I will follow the rules. I will probably check a bag. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to carry a bag that they search every five seconds. Right, right. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I actually, I think I said this on the on the goods this week, but uh, the thing that you notice more than anything in Canada is the lack of insane people just screaming in public places. Like, I feel like every large city in America you go to, there are just insane people like just yelling about whatever or yeah. or it's like a, you know like joe rain said you see a guy eating a cantaloupe with a switchblade just staring at you you know <laughs> yeah. there's there's yeah, definitely exactly. homeless people there's definitely poor people but they're just at least they've got their brain pills so they're a little bit more docile uh which which i appreciated and that's the thing nobody nobody really thinks about with socialized medicine it's like think about how much quieter everything would be yeah you know? keep your homeless people drugged yeah <laughs> just jesus it's, it's really nice you know yeah, they don't have like the people PCP type crazy. Yeah, at least everywhere I went, like Victoria totally reminded me of uh, like kind of Berkeley a little bit. Like it was really just a really quaint kind of, you know, hippy dippy West Coast town, but everybody had a little bit of money kind of a thing. But uh, but yeah, there was just no there was no people screaming in the in public places, which I liked. <laughs> yeah, I do like that. I mean, be- again, because I was in French Canada, um, most of the public places were occupied by french clowns <laughs> <laughs> now was that just for the just for laughs or do you think those are perma clowns so i think that they maybe are there all summer because they like so that it was like you'd leave the hotel i also it was like a hotel that was on top of a mall that was on top of an art museum that was also a subway station like i was like oh your buildings have too many things in them uh but it's because it's so cold i I get why like it's Uh, so cold most of the year they they have to like you have to be able to conduct a lot of business indoors but um but but when you leave you go out to this street that's kind of like a promenade type thing and so it's like street vendors and like it's it's like that it's a little bit like that year round there's some branded stuff that gets sort of like tagged in for the festival (laughs) (laughs) jfl just comes in with spray paint and a stencil and just (laughs) hits the clowns they put ha 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 it's so funny that they're their their branding was just the words ha 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 and i was like this looks like the joker (laughs) (laughs) um why so serious canada (laughs) yeah but so but so a lot of those french clowns are just there in the summer (laughs) 
Jesus. And it's an it's hell. It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're like there was like the one that was like balancing on a giant ball, and then she had like a stilt walker next to her that had a big scary face. Oh, I saw that this, on your Instagram, I think. Yeah, yeah, there was like the stilt walker cowboys that ca- that just like would come up to you if you were sitting at a restaurant on that promenade and like <laughs> squirt their squirt gun at you. Jesus. And I was like, this sucks. <laughs> 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 and every Canadian I know that saw me post stuff like that was like, ah, yes, the French Canadian sense of humor easily our worst export. <laughs> 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 I was like, cool, at least no one likes this. <laughs> <Yeah>. I, I, <laughs> I like to think, though, that the citizens of Montreal just get endless joy from the clowns walking around. Oh, they love it. These French clowns. They love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they love the clowns. <laughs> the clowns. The clowns. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Um, okay, so should we talk about the movie some more? Should Are there any more points that you guys wanted to bring up? Or uh, do you wanna... uh, a, I, I'm sure you loved the fact that the guy with the wooden bike uh, was named Chris Pontius. Oh um, yes, I yes. did. I noticed. I noticed and thought about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I also he was sweet too. He just was like a weird craftsman that like yeah. I wanted friends. <laughs> So there was nobody brought up the conspiracy theory of the fact that Bob Bob Nodell, who is the guy who bought the twenty thousand dollar laser gyroscope thing. Mm -hmm. No one brought up the fact that he works at the Denver airport. Oh, yeah. Which is conspiracy central. Yeah. It's they 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 say that, like, the New World Order built the uh, Denver airport so that, like, you know, all of the uh, the global elites would have a place to live, like during the apocalypse and stuff like that. Like, there's mad conspiracy theories about the Denver airport. So, while they're being sexist and calling a what's her name a honeypot flat, you know, a flat Earth honeypot, <laughs> why don't you focus on the real fucking issue, which is one of your ranks works at the most like conspiratorial epicenter on in North America, the goddamn Denver airport. Yeah, is it? Is it? I wonder if it's like a situation where that conspiracy is siloed from them. That conspiracy is what is like siloed from them. They oh don't yeah, think about it. No, they have to, dude. You you know, it's if you're if you're in on flat Earth, you got to be in on a lot of other stuff too like the yeah. De- but yeah the denver airport's like a famous one so i'm just sitting there watching it and he just casually mentions like oh yeah i work at the denver airport i was like you're just gonna let that slide <laughs> you're gonna be pissed at this lady just because she's good looking and and uh you know may or may not want to get with mark his other job was like he's a forensic like consultant or something something just everything about him was sketchy yeah but i do like that he at least threw down the money and and then the the addendum to this was that they he threw down the money for the twenty thousand dollar gyroscope and then Mm -hmm. after the movie was done filming there was a news story that came out where he like finally got the gyroscope turned it on found a 15 degree curve was like oh uh well that was in the movie with the gyroscope with the gyroscope oh okay oh okay Yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah i'm forgetting that what was I feel like there was another development with him where he got another opinion or something like that. There well, was some- it was it was that they came up with they they kept trying to find new ways to try to trick the gyroscope to not give it a fifteen degree tilt. Right, right. <laughs> but it kept giving a fifteen degree tilt, so that and so then it was like you know it showed like clips of him like I don't know at some kind of flat Earth party or something saying yeah. like. 
Yeah, if that got out, it'd be bad for us, but we're still trying to find ways. Oh, I, I wrote down his uh, his exact quote was, uh, we were obviously not willing to accept that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I remember what it is. The, the follow-up was that, because they turn it on, it's 15 degrees, so the, the follow-up news story was they were going to get a bismuth chamber yeah. to put the thing in, and they did that and still found the 15 degree yeah. curve. So that was the follow-up uh, after the movie was done. They, they, in fact, did put it in a, a chamber made of bismuth. Uh, <laughs> and it still proved them wrong. Yeah, which I don't know what bismuth <laughs> Yeah, I don't does. know what that was going to do. Yeah, all, all I know about bismuth is that's uh, the bismo and Pepto-Bismol uh, is bismuth. Oh, yeah, that's it, exciting. It, it'll, it'll uh, settle down your, your, your if you got the bad, if you got the rhea, it'll, uh, it'll help you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it'll it'll help you with diarrhea and figuring out that the earth is flat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also, didn't uh, Mark Sargent say that they they have gotten the funding to find the ice wall? Yeah, yeah. I think they're doing a cruise down there. Supposedly, the last news story I read about this was like they've they've gotten the money and they're going to like do an exploratory cruise to down to the ice oh wall. My God. They're going to die. They're <laughs> No, they're just going to have a cool time in Antarctica and, uh, you know, and just. Yeah, they're all going to fuck on that cruise. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one horny boat. Yeah. Full of divorced people. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I, you know, I thought about that a lot when they were like cutting between all of those those people at that meetup in Pasadena yeah. saying how like their personal lives have been ruined and it's like. I mean, how much of that was because of Flat Earth and how much of I, it was like they fucked up their lives and needed to blame it on something? Right. Maybe, maybe, just I maybe, these people are a little too stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really get the sense that it was because of Flat Earth. Yeah. I thought that, I mean, with the exception of, oh, God, that woman broke my heart. That was like, that was like, yeah, I dated a guy and to, and he stopped dating me when I told him I was into flat earth. <laughs> And I I don't know. There was something about her that really made me sad. Yeah, yeah but also like that this... that would be a deal breaker oh, for yeah, me too. For sure. <laughs> I think I could. Yeah. I don't think I could do that. Could you date a Scientologist? I don't know. No, no, I, I couldn't. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, they're so positive. Um, <laughs> yeah, they'd, they'd probably make you feel nice. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't think I don't think I could either. Yeah, it's it's that it's that Dr. Phil shit. It's like don't get into a relationship trying to change somebody. So, you know, <laughs> just even if they're Scientologists or think the earth is flat, it's like Mm-mm, don't don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. I th- I'm trying to think of the conspiracy theories that wouldn't be a deal breaker <laughs> to me. There's oh, a fun game. <laughs> oh man. I think I'm fine if someone really did believe the mud flood thing. Uh, yes, yeah. If they're into tar- Tartarion, then sure. For real? Tartarian, like, tartarian mud is fine. Yeah. You think <laughs> you could get over that? I would just want to talk about it all the time. Like, yeah. I, I think I could, I could look past until I, I'd say it would be good for like a month, and then it would be like, all right, now we have to not believe this anymore. But for a while, I would just like to interview somebody extensively about the mud flood. <laughs> I think what it is is like if the if if I don't think I could date someone who was obsessive about anything sure. like that. Yeah. But if they just like sort of quietly believed that thing and it came up sometimes, but that's kind of 
that's it. They just believe it. And I'm like, yeah. well, I, I don't. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, I think I could be okay with that. But like when it starts to be things that have like real world consequences, like anti-vaxxer or something. Yeah. Right, right. No. You know, then you, I, can't. I think I know, like, I think to me it'd be like, like anti-GMO or something. And it would like depend on like the reasoning, like, yeah. like something like that, maybe like, yeah. I, I think basically anything that just displays an absolute lack of an ability to think critically would be a deal breaker to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Whereas I something, don't know. I think I've I've dated some dummies. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas something, I mean, some people truly don't think critically at all, and it's really yeah. strange. Right. Um. But, but I mean, yeah. Yeah, it would be something where it's like I understand. I can at least understand your position and why yeah. you think that. And there's some sort of like reasonable explanation for how you arrived at your position. Yeah, like I like I would be fine dating a vegan. These are not the same things, but right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but there is like you know, depending on their reasons, like yeah, sure. there is sort of a militant element to it potentially Mm -hmm. yeah yeah if you're if you're just like a health health conscious person right that's one thing but then you're like you know if you're trying to i don't know go burn down a burn down factory farms or or something Mm -hmm. yeah although that's kind of cool though yeah i do think that's kind of cool actually that's pretty sexy (laughs) yeah i'd be i'd be real into that as long as i didn't have to do it you know well, yeah. yeah, I don't want to burn down anything. Yeah, you just but walk in the room. And she's for, she's put yeah. she's putting on a, a a sexy vegan cat suit, you know, and she's like, "What are you doing?" It's like <laughs> going to burn this motherfucker down. You're like, "Baby, that's awesome. I'll be here when you get home." Well, okay, I could date I could date a vegan, but I could never date a pita person. Yeah, yeah oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, would, um, I would I agree with that. God, pita's so stupid. Uh, I also think. What was I going to say? Oh, as um, as climate change becomes more um, of a thing that's legitimately going to kill us, I think a lot of these like smaller movements are becoming so much more intensified. Oh, sure. In a way that is like, like I bet someone wouldn't date someone who like. I get. I bet it's going to become a deal breaker that like you won't date someone who like drives a car or something. Sure, sure. Or like uses a straw. Oh God! Oh, the straw people. Jesus. The the straw people are like so misguided. My mom is a straw person. She posts pictures of uh, restaurants that have using a straw. No, 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 no. She posts pictures and praises restaurants around around town that use uh, compostable straws. So like, yeah, like that's, a, that's at least the gentlest version of that. Like she, like we, like when I was home, we went to Byron's Barbecue, and, and they have compostable like straws made out of like potatoes or whatever. And mm-hmm. she, she took a picture of this little happy pig, uh, ceramic that the straws yeah. are in. She's like, yay, Byron's is using compostable straws. <laughs> so it. Yeah. yeah it's just like that's not really gonna make a huge difference um, right <laughs> i mean it's yeah. it's cool whatever yeah she's she's it's not cool she's not a it's militant nice. straw person but she is a straw person i went to a coffee shop and the the only straws they use are like pasta straws jesus christ and i was like <laughs> fuck you this has a taste like, yeah. it tastes <laughs> like something. you can't use something that tastes <laughs> like something <laughs> 
those the the damn paper straws as soon as you use them it's like all right you have two minutes to consume this drink yeah before these yeah, straws I'd rather are not soaked. have a straw and a lid i mean i just don't really use a straw and a lid that much i try for that to be my my gentle help yeah yeah <laughs> well i i drive for a living so like i yeah. kind of have to have a lid on my shit because i'm driving all the time so yeah. I, i'm i'm like yeah this is actually the thing i need i'm not i'm not being uh you know superfluous with my consumption or whatever here mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's interesting uh new orleans largely has no um recycling so it's like <laughs> it like costs more money and uses more like fuel <laughs> to recycle something because sure. you have to you have to ship it out of town. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, we now have a an intense uh, rainstorm right now as we're talking. Oh, good. Your <laughs> <laughs> lord. Because I'm standing outside and now it's pouring rain. Oh um, god. Well, I uh, I did want to oh, bring. I'm- Oh, sorry. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I thought <laughs> I thought you were getting I rained out. It was funny since I was like, "Hey, remember it's 99 degrees now? It's pouring rain, <laughs> and um, it's still 99 degrees." I bet. No, it feels it feels. I mean, I haven't looked at that, what the weather app oh, okay. insists it is, but it feels nice. Okay, it feels like a, a cool breeze. There is every once in a while when when you live in the south that uh that hot rain. <laughs> You're just like oh, fuck gross. you, yeah. fuck it you. Like, it feels like 77 now. Okay, well that's good. You get that low pressure system coming in there every once in a while. Yeah, you get a hot ass rain, and you're like, why are why is this the surface of Venus right now? <laughs> it was so funny when the hurricane was going to hit New Orleans, and that never came. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that um, everybody, it was still boiling hot outside, and everybody was so intense to me all weekend about it. And I kept having to be out, go outside and like post a a video or a photo and be like, it's not even raining. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> relax. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Uh, um. Oh, I was gonna say, uh, that guy who introduces the Flat Earth International Conference, uh, Robbie. Uh, I can see Robbie's skull. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean Slenderman? <laughs> the Slenderman, dude. I, I, you know, there's only there's only a handful of guys. There's the one guy uh, uh, who plays like the police chief on The Wire. Uh, I can see his skull. Uh, it's not a it's not a thing. Like it's not a thing I like. Uh, I don't like being able to see someone's goddamn skull. Like and perfectly see how their skull is shaped because their face is so thin. Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick. I can see yeah. Lance Reddick's skull. Yeah. Uh, yo, leave me out of your skull. <laughs> yeah, like yo, I don't want to think. I don't want to. I don't want to ponder mortality just yeah. because I'm looking at you. Yeah, <laughs> you know. That's yeah. <laughs> that's why skulls are scary because they're on the inside. You don't see them until you're dead or the person's. Dead. Oh yeah, if they showed that guy in a full body shot, he doesn't walk. He like <laughs> his toes drag as he like floats along. <laughs> towards the stage yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> yeah i don't like that i could see robbie's skull also uh the uh unless i'm wrong i believe the only black man in the movie uh daryl marble uh uh who's also the scientist yeah the flat earth guy yeah. uh no no the flat earth guy no, not the, the scientist the uh oh. he's he's at the conference and he says i wrote this quote down uh no one wants to talk to us <laughs> Yeah. I'm like i bet yeah uh-huh. it's, it's okay <laughs> you don't need to talk to anybody yeah you got each other you're at the flat earth international conference so 
Um, there was that black like scientist guy in the end that talked about like how you can't isolate that community. Yes, and you can't and you can't just call them stupid. Yeah, he was the guy at the uh, astronomy on tap event at, at the bar yeah. near Caltech, which I'm like. That would be Yikes. as intolerable as the Flat Earth International Conference, <laughs> yeah. I think. Oh, boy. My reaction yeah. to seeing that is like, oh, I should look up when the next one is. Oh, are you going to go? Let's go. I'll go. I, I just, That'd be kind of cool, I think. It's just a bunch of people at a bar talking about <laughs> physics and shit. Yeah. Yeah. What, I, I didn't really understand the format of like the entertainment. Like I was like, why are... You guys are like taking turns giving little talks. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's a physics open mic. Yeah, it is. It's, what, how, it's exactly what how, it was. Yeah, that's how scientists like party. Yeah, <laughs> we can only communicate through uh, uh, lo-fi TED talks. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. Well, as opposed to how the uh, conspiracy theorists communicate, which is that they create conspiracies about each other. Yes, that was the best part. Man. <laughs> oh man, it's incredible. Yeah, because that in that part was like, like. Maybe the most heartbreaking part of the movie, which is that Patricia Steer gets so close to realizing her own folly. Yeah. When she's like, you know, and they, I hear them saying all these crazy things about me. Yeah. And, and you know, <laughs> that if they can believe that and they believe, you know, some of the stuff that I believe, it's like, am I like that too? Really? And then there's like a beat when you're like, oh, she's considering it. She's like... But I know I'm not. You're like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You no. were so close. While that was going on, I was by myself in my room, just kind of like with my eyes poked up, like, like just sort of yeah. shaking my head. You're yes, getting there. Yes. You're getting there. You're, you're yes. uh, you know, just like the curvature of the earth, you're about 15 degrees off from getting it. <laughs> yeah. so you're so close. Well, it seems like she ultimately got it because she's quit. Yeah. I'm going to look into that after we uh, after we finish this up because I'm, I'm now interested in what what it, what the fuck is she doing now? <laughs> yeah what are her new hot potatoes like, <laughs> yeah because yeah, i mean like it just seemed like part of it was the drama for her too yeah so if she's not doing that i i don't really know <laughs> what's filling that void for her yeah tv I, maybe she just watches tv now yeah no she's got to be she's proactive you can tell she's she's uh she's like a shark she can't just quit she's got something else going yeah. on Although Mark had his own moment like that in the movie, too, when he's describing, like, you know, Truman walked out of the Truman Show because he had nothing invested. But it's like, if hey, if you're the mayor and you got all this sweet life, like, you're not going to want to leave and you'll be willfully ignorant. And then the filmmaker's like, well, aren't you kind of the mayor of Flat Earth? Yeah. yeah. He just stares into the distance and then he never answers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm worried about these people. Yeah, yeah I, I, uh, the last, sh- I want to, I teased it up top, and I want to say the last, the very last scene in the movie is just one of the best cell phones uh, ever, uh, ever with the light, where they drill the hole in the in the particle board, and then the guys they've got the light at the same, uh, at the at the exact same level theoretically because they're on a canal and if the earth is flat the light will shine through even a couple Mm. of miles distance and it doesn't because the earth is not fucking flat and the guy just goes okay so raise the light up a little bit and then it just comes shining right through (laughs) and you're like oh you yeah duh yeah jesus it's very funny they they like very clearly lay out like if the earth is flat 
will get the light straight through. If yeah. the earth is curved, he'll have to raise the light up yeah, for it to yeah. come through. And then that's exactly yeah. what happens. It's fucking beautiful. <laughs> straight to credits. And they just don't know yeah. still. Yeah, and then the editors, God bless them, exactly, straight to fucking credits. Just yeah. like, boom, done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys are dumb as shit. Yeah. I love it. Well, but then they cut back in the credits to them like, like doing their circular reasoning of like, oh, well, okay, but we can't trust that. So we'll try to like redo it. It's your experiment. And, yeah. I know. What do you mean you can't yeah. trust it? You right. did it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, you um, know, there was one one more thing I wanted to say. I don't know if you guys looked up Mark Sargent's YouTube at all. No, I didn't. Oh, no. Okay. I didn't want to. <laughs> He's so boring. He's first, the most boring of all those guys. First off, that guy puts out like, two or three videos a week and they're like an hour long oh, or longer. oh my god yeah some of them are like three and a half hours long yeah so i was just scrolling through and it's like never ending it's yeah. crazy like hey man this guy creates content oh yeah for sure <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> and they're i mean they're all you know flat earth flat earth flat earth and then there is one video in there that's <laughs> oh, 10 minutes long. Oh, no, I can't wait. About how Rotten Tomatoes is artificially propping up the audience score of The Last Jedi. <laughs> oh, he's also one of those guys? He's also one of those guys. No, of course he is. <laughs> the fucking, the lady wouldn't, the lady with the cats and the red hair wouldn't fuck him. And now he thinks that the feminists are out to get him. <laughs> yep. Uh George Lucas is doing feminism to all of us. Or not George Lucas, I guess. Ryan, Jay- Johnson. Ryan Johnson is doing feminism to all of yep. us. <laughs> God. That's really of, funny. I know all of these people. That's the thing. That's yeah. When you watch this movie, yeah. you're like, I know every one of these fucking people. I know exactly who you are. <laughs> yeah, they're very real. Yeah, they're very... It's as real as it gets. Mm-hmm. Man, um, that's hilarious. Oh, man. Okay, well, do we want to try and describe it in three sentences or less? Are we ready to do it? Uh, yeah, I did just want to shout out uh, uh, the band White Denim uh, has uh, their song Mirrored in Reverse on here. I was, I, I'd oh, forgotten yeah. that was in there. I was like, oh, dude, I fucking love White Denim. They're a good band from Austin. Uh, yeah, they're fun. I, I noticed that, too. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, they're good. <laughs> they're like if the Black Keys didn't suck. Um, <laughs> and I think the Black Keys are in it, too, actually. Yeah, they have like a lot of fun music in this. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. And then of course they have the the, the rap song that the the guy actively oh, reading God. and driving down the road is listening to. Um, There's also Mark Sargent plays a folk song at some point. Oh God, are there flat Earth folk songs? Of course there are. Oh yes, yeah. he does. Yeah, because because yeah. <laughs> he has the line. Uh, when's the last time you heard a happy folk song about September 11th or whatever? <laughs> good point. Yeah. Good like, point. No. Never. It's sad. I can't argue with that, with you on that. Yeah. Uh -uh. (laughs) Okay. Um, So, yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and sum it up three sentences or less. Yeah. If we're describing it to somebody at a party. Uh, Luke, you want to go first? Uh, Okay. Um, (laughs) Let's see. We... We... (laughs) We the sheeple of the United <laughs> States of America. <laughs> uh, the, I don't know. That's that's about that that that's that, that encapsulates the sentiment of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Rivers. Uh, behind the curve is a documentary that profiles uh, the very 
very lonely people who believe that the earth is flat and focus all of their day-to-day normal problems through this prism uh, to hilarious and depressing results. (laughs) Okay. Okay, that's good. Uh, Okay, Behind the Curve is about the flat earth movement but it's mostly about the friends we made along the way (laughs) (laughs) that crazy summer when we all believed the earth was flat (laughs) Uh. Um, also how do seasons work that's the other thing is like if the sun and the fucking moon are like spinning around on a mobile how do they move how do they move? What uh, magnets? How do they work? <laughs> like, there's so many questions. Rivers, there are one million more questions. What creates the tides? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are no tides, it, man. Does it? Does flat Earth inherently go hand in hand with like Christian stuff, or no? Well, yeah. Like I was saying, like the hammer guy he's all about the religious aspect of it. And a lot of them keep citing this number of like, Oh, for 500 years, we've believed this for 500 years. We believe that if you do the math on that, what they're referring to is Galileo. (laughs) They're talking about when Galileo was arrested by the Catholic church. And he said, it still moves, you know, like, like, Oh, the Catholic church was arrested Galileo for believing that the earth was not the center of the universe that the, you know, that the solar, I guess at the time he thought the universe was heliocentric. Of course, it's just part Mm -hmm. of the solar system, et cetera, et cetera. But Galileo was the, I guess, one of the first guys to put that together. And they all are citing Galileo as being like the beginning of, I guess the beginning of the conspiracy. Uh, Because that, right. Isn't that what they call it? Ball earth. Yeah. Or globe, uh, globocentrism or something uh, is what they call it. But uh, yeah, even, even the Catholic Church didn't believe the Earth was flat 500 years ago. They knew the Earth was round. Like that's uh, that wasn't the issue. The issue was that uh, in order for uh, the Sun to be the center of the universe, that means that the Earth was not the center of the universe, and therefore that would call everything about God into question. Because right. the Bible does say explicitly that that you know the firmament holds all of the stars in place, and that the Earth is stationary and everything revolves yeah. around it, which is which was disprove i mean was you know called into question even during you know uh the greeks uh uh, knew this to be true so uh interesting okay because you could just stare at the horizon and watch a ship go over the horizon and it eventually disappears which wouldn't happen which is why it's so funny when that guy's like standing on the beach being like look i can see seattle it's like dude seattle is only 30 miles from woodby island yeah it's like it's really close that's and, why and those buildings are close to a thousand feet tall and if the earth's at that curvature you'd have to go <laughs> way the hell further away from it i don't know anyway it's fucking stupid yeah it's like you can't <laughs> see so nova scotia or whatever yeah yeah <laughs> i mean it also just it is it also is true though that it's it's like uh the the atmosphere bends the light so that yeah like when when the sun sets by the time you see the sunset the sun is already below the horizon sure yeah it's yeah. just the light has been bent up by the <laughs> the atmosphere but but yeah there's definitely that they, they don't i don't know i mean it's yeah. it's the same idea of like not doing 30 seconds of google research of yeah, like sure well, you know it's like hard to wrap your head around yeah I think, if if you're not really minded in that way yeah i, I guess but it's also you know when he's saying like Oh, there's no direct intercontinental flights in the southern hemisphere, and it's like, <laughs> and then that, then, then Imperator Furiosa yeah. just brings up. It was like, well, there's, there's a, few. a few right there, right now. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> there's a there's a bunch of shit flying to South America as we yeah. speak. Uh, but yeah, no. To answer your your question about the religion thing, I think it it definitely is implied with a lot of those people. It's the thing that no, a lot of people aren't really saying. And like I said, I don't think Mark Sargent's necessarily the most religious guy, but that would be the impetus behind believing some of this stuff is, you know, confirming a long dispelled part of the Bible. Like, yeah. you know, because that part of the Bible has been deemed like, Oh, well that part's obviously not true uh, for, you know, pretty much confirmed since the time of Galileo. This is a way to kind of reclaim at least that part. And then that calls into question everything else. Like, Oh, maybe there was a global flood or a mud flood, if you will. Uh, yeah. you know, now that's actually kind of interesting to me in terms of like, I don't necessarily uh, tend to think of like conspiracy theorists as being religious well, because no, that's another form of authority. You know? Sure. Well, no, but I mean, with with these guys, I think there it, it's uh it's it's like when they were showing the sort of menu of like the infinite plane versus the dome model. Mm-hmm. I think there are as many there are as many you know there, uh, what what do they say uh, uh, many paths up the same mountain. Yeah. As far as faith yeah. goes, oh, it's sure. like a lot of flavors of different kinds of conspiracy theorists right like you can get into it for uh you know some people some people like pro wrestling for the athletics some people like it for the pageantry everybody's got a different (laughs) reason for liking the thing they like you know but the one thing we all agree on is that we all like pro wrestling exactly it's the most normal (laughs) thing uh everybody loves it so yeah it's interesting um I, I wonder also if maybe they I mean, I wonder if maybe the religious stuff did come up with these people and the filmmaker sort of intentionally left it out so as to not be telling a story of like religious people are crazy. Yeah. Well well Hammer Guy uh actually said Does bring it up. Yeah, well he he has just like a list of shit where he's like, uh, my brain coach says you got to look into flat earth, vaccines, public schooling, uh, heliocentrism, which is which is pre-Galileo thinking, and then uh, and then that's when he says NASA means to deceive in Hebrew, and then he's like, actually, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think that guy's that guy's in the religious. Like I said, that's probably a good thing they didn't. They left some shit on the yeah. cutting room floor with that guy because he would have he would have uh, been the turd in the punch bowl for everybody because I'm pretty sure he's like nazi guy you know oh, yeah yeah i mean I, the filmmaker seems pretty pretty smart and pretty like emotionally savvy because it, it seems like like he knew i i, I uh, that's sexist i'm assuming it's a man uh he, <laughs> yeah he, like whoever the filmmaker was they knew that like not to give a dangerous lunatic too much screen time but just enough to sort of paint the picture of a wider community yeah maybe. Mm-hmm. daniel j clark is the director okay sounds yeah. right yeah only men can make movies um. <laughs> <laughs> i i wouldn't uh, wish any any woman to be around that hammer guy for that long you know what i mean i, 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 yeah, I, I, no, I wouldn't wish anybody but especially i want to go into his house yeah don't um, go near his layer of hammers and i don't want to be in his car <laughs> yeah definitely not it's like hey this isn't a road anymore i know (laughs) in his car while he reads a book while he drives me down the highway um uh okay cool do we do we've almost been talking for two hours but do we want to talk touch on once upon a time in hollywood before we go i'm i'm down yeah 
Did did you guys like it? I feel like a lot of people are telling me they didn't like it. What? I fucking loved it. I thought it was Here's awesome. I think people who are telling me they didn't like it are maybe <laughs> dumb, dumb, dumb a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought Did it was. Like it? Uh, I thought it was fine. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have like. I didn't like love it. I didn't have. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't have like a strong reaction to it necessarily. Really? Yeah. I'd, I'd... Yeah, I think that's that, that. I think that makes sense too. I, it doesn't necessarily have much of a plot to like. Right. Cling, cling to. <laughs> yeah. And so if that's what you know, I I think it's reasonable for that to be what you need from a movie. Yeah. <laughs> there were there were a few. I mean, they, there were some spectacular scenes in there, though, for sure. Yeah, man, I thought all of the um, all of the. I guess if you don't want spoilers for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, <laughs> say goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, but <laughs> uh, all of the Spawn Ranch. Yes. Stuff, oh, so exactly what I was thinking of. Oh, so phenomenal! Like it was so tense yeah. and so weird. I laughed out loud when I saw Lena Dunham as a man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that felt like he was casting her to make fun of her. <laughs> like, Maybe. I, there's no way. There's no way Tarantino likes Lena Dunham. Yeah. Um, <laughs> lots of funny, horny foot stuff. Yes. Oh, God. So much. So much more so than in any other, other of his films. And it's pretty prominent in all of his movies, but... Yeah, but it's his second to last movie, so he's really just letting it all out, you know. God, the feet on the glass. I was like, oh, that, that's a. That, yeah, I was like, that's a foot fetish per thing. Like, yeah. the feet on the glass is a like a foot porn thing. Yeah, that's what I thought too. It's like, man, Quentin, you really could have put the supercut together for yourself and not included it in the theatrical yeah, yeah, release for sure. Yeah, there, it's it does it did. I mean, it was. I was never bored. No, but it was too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love. I I could have watched another three hours. I fucking loved uh, it. I mean, yeah, but that's what a director's cut is for later. I think. <laughs> yeah, to make it even longer. You, you know, like the indulgent version of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of like how we just kind of like put the foot stuff in there, I think what was maybe the most interesting aspect of this movie to me is that just generally, he clearly just like shot the stuff that he wanted to put on screen more than would tell any type of story you know like yeah he spends so long in like these flashbacks and like in these like uh scenes from the 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 show within the movie type of thing that like don't really advance any kind of a plot but it's just like the thing that he thought would be fun and wanted to put on screen and then like later when there's like a bunch of like backstory and exposition to turn through he just throws in a, a like a, a narrator out of nowhere i love just that. to like just to turn through it and it's like <laughs> you know it's actually interesting to see a movie done like that by like somebody who is like very clearly like operating at a high level yeah in in what they do you know sure it's like definitely there's, yeah there's like 99% of people if they did that I'd just be like this is incomprehensible trash <laughs> but, but to like see the way he like just wanted to put together the, the parts of this that he thought would be like the coolest most cinematic fun things to do yeah I thought this was a movie that definitely behooves you to have a tremendous amount of information going into oh yeah like if you don't know that 
that there used to be shows like Bonanza that a lot of people had, you know, the actors on those made a lot of money and then they had trouble transitioning into into movies like uh, uh, Rick Dalton is, uh, I've heard, supposed to be kind of a you know an amalgamation of several people but burt reynolds being one of burt them reynolds is like the big one right yeah uh who yeah. who did have a bit of trouble like transitioning into a big movie career and then eventually he did um but you have to know that and then the weirdest hot take and you know shout out to my boy matt uh monica you know uh matt matty p uh he mm-hmm. he had this weird hot take of like this is a great movie especially if you hate all things manson and serial killers i'm like no it's so much better if you're a manson head because you just know all the little shit like i was sitting there quoting fucking tex watson before he goes you know i'm the devil and i'm here to do the devil's business like he said all that shit to those people in real life so i thought yeah. i thought it was a movie for the heads and if you're watching it like and you kind of know the dates and like where stuff is leading that that ratchets yeah. up the tension even more if you're like oh shit all right we're in february 69 as soon as we get to august 69 that's when the fucking killing start all that shit so i don't know i yeah. thought it was i thought it, as a uh because I, I work here in la as a tour guide so uh obviously it was fun uh just because i know a lot of that shit uh, i'm real familiar with the history it was fun to watch uh locations that i knew uh yeah it's yeah. like you know the you know the stuff and the places yeah so i, I so you're the ideal audience for uh, right right the movie is for me and quentin tarantino those are the only two <laughs> the only two people who really get it uh no but i i fucking loved every moment of it i i i uh i i yeah it's 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 weird that uh some people were were not into it i loved it yeah yeah i i i definitely i feel like some people told me that they didn't like that it didn't have a plot that they could really connect to and i can get i totally get that argument i think you're totally right you need to know so much stuff you gotta be a fucking like, nerd like a deep you nerd gotta, to you really... gotta at least know some of the like primary characters of the manson killing yes. story yeah you gotta know and the, and the ranch like you know you have to know about george spawn like you have to know yeah yeah you have to like you have to kind of know who all and this sort of general inner workings of how spawn ranch was working when the family lived there yeah yeah because if i didn't know that stuff already i would have been so like i was like why are they on a tour what is like who's the old i don't understand this old man and then why are like some some women are kind of in charge and who is text like all that stuff would be so confusing yeah yeah and I thought the movie was very kind to Charlie. You know, I liked that. <laughs> I thought oh God. it was really kind to Charlie. Uh, you know, they they ascribed about as much blame uh, to Charlie as I do. That's my conspiracy theory. Um, oh, wow. Char- Charlie was actually crazy. Yeah, he was, uh, you know, Tex was the real son of a bitch, not Charlie. I mean, Tex was definitely the, the more frightening character in that story. Yeah. in real life oh yeah but, yeah charlie was just a liar but, who got in over his head and the only way to bond people to him is to have him kill for him you know it's not great yeah, but, but charlie was bad um <laughs> sure all right <laughs> i'm just gonna go on record and saying he, he was bad uh the guy uh, with the swastika carved into his forehead he was bad yeah he was that bad. was later it was later that's later charlie it felt a little like so there's charlie is on screen once for yep 90 seconds and uh and i felt like i really thought it was a funny fuck you yeah (laughs) like i love that everybody who expects tarantino to make 
Inglorious Bastards about Manson. Yeah. Which he ultimately kind of did, but but it 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 was such a oh god, it just it really was like devastating to me. I found the whole story of like this melancholy feeling of like aging out of being the ideal candidate in the field you like devoted your whole life to. Oh yeah. And you're not and you're not quite retiring age, but you're not you're not young and you're being outpaced by people and what do you do when you feel useless? Yeah. I all that shit was like gutted me. And that scene with that little girl where he cries describing oh, the book to her that, was so sad. That needs to be his second Oscar right there. Just that yeah. one scene. I was like, give him the fucking Oscar. That's better than the Revenant. Mm-hmm. The performances <laughs> that he that Tarantino gets out of people are so amazing. Yeah, well, I think it's that thing of like you, you know, Quentin Tarantino asks you to be in the movie. He's got carte carte blanche at this point. You can kind of just pick and choose whoever. And if they, you know, they're going to be like, yes, I will 100% be in your movie. And then you don't want to be the guy who like, you don't want to be Bruce Willis's girlfriend in Pulp Fiction. You don't want to be the thing that, <laughs> that drags the whole thing down, you know? So everybody's bringing their A game to a Tarantino movie. Yeah. I, Not, I even <laughs> loved the Sharon Tate. I, I loved telling Sharon Tate's story with no victimhood in it yeah Uh yeah exactly i thought that was cool i i feel like some people have told me that they thought that was sexist what Um, that she didn't get brutally murdered Yeah, that she like was just shown as this like happy-go-lucky nice lady and that was her whole thing was vacant and nice and i was like yeah but all the stories about her is that she was nice yeah (laughs) yeah that's the thing that everybody knows about her her. yeah is that she was she was like a beloved woman who was like happy yeah fun and easy to work with is what everybody said about her <laughs> it's like yeah that's her let's read read the, again if you're a fucking if you're ahead then you're like yeah that's that's sharon tate if you don't know anything <laughs> you know what i mean yeah what do you think i thought that the only scene that felt like a little bit like weirdly inexcusable was the bruce lee scene <laughs> right. it, was enter- it was entertaining i guess but i was like I don't know, man. I was in a South Louisiana audience and they, they were laughing at all the wrong parts. Oh, like, no. Uh, I yeah. was like, man, this is this is people are right to be mad about this. <laughs> I, I found the yeah the Bruce Lee scene was really strange to me just because of how much reverence Tarantino has for Hong Kong fucking movies well, you know i think that goes to luke's point where it's like he just he shot the stuff that he wanted to shoot i suppose yeah that he thought would be cool and i think that he did this out of love yeah oh yeah for but, sure but that he's just like a fucked up man so yeah. it's, you know his love is incorrect <laughs> and bad right yeah yeah, yeah. It, it seems like 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 he's like okay i need a scene so everybody knows you know ultimately where this this climax goes where brad pitt you know kills two of these people like we need to know that he's like this ultimate like fucking badass like what better way than like he kicks the shit out of bruce lee right (laughs) but like i think there was a miscalculation done there with like bruce lee like you're but now you're making a comment on a real person who's like not charles manson it's different when you're making like yeah, an alternate yeah. history of charles manson or adolf hitler like nobody right. gives a shit yeah yeah but when it's yeah. like a person that people have a lot of love for it's right. like that's not gonna like go over all that well oh, yeah yeah when you do that you know yeah his family is like furious yeah about it, right? oh really oh god well yeah of course yeah, yeah. yeah his daughter wrote a whole thing and yeah oh, god. yeah <laughs> um Jesus. and it's and it just would have been 
I mean, it just was a misfire. Like, cause it would have been, I'm sure it would have been so easy to just make that character, you know, a Rick Dalton. I was like, going to say, yeah. Like, yeah. Just make you, him, you could have easily just been like, and this is the good martial arts guy. Yeah, exactly. Make him. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Spruce Chang or whatever. Just something. Yeah. Just fucking change the name. Yeah. Everybody will yeah, get it. Making uh-huh. him actually Bruce Lee is like, Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Everybody would have gotten it. If you just had that same actor dressed the same way and just changed his name. And then if you put, made if you it, put Bruce Lee in the movie also and make him be like, the guy who gets beaten up to make, you know, a 45, 50 year old Brad Pitt look tough. Right, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh boy. <laughs> yeah. He's just, as, as they say in wrestling, he's just there to put over the baby face, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> that's that's exactly. the only point of him is to lose. He's a jabroni now. You shouldn't job out really, Bruce Lee. But I did really like the movie. <laughs> I loved it too. <laughs> it was yeah. good and sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't cry in front of the mexicans that was yeah. it oh yeah that was funny <laughs> yeah, that, yeah was funny. that was great i also like right. that he kind of let brad pitt and leonardo dicaprio look old yeah mm-hmm. yeah they all had wrinkles it and felt, shit it felt it felt really intentional to be like yeah they're not in their prime <laughs> they were but now they're not yeah um very cool despite also, brad a, pitt's body Oh my I mean, God! Yeah, amazing. Jesus. But although Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, as he ages in his face, looks like my dad. Like he's <laughs> aging facially in the same way my dad did. So I was like, okay, well, I'm done with Brad Pitt now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is Brad Brad Pitt's got to be on the gas, right? He's doing some steroids to continue having an 18 pack at age oh, 55 man. or whatever. I have no idea. God, when he popped I'm, his I, he popped his shirt off, I was like, Jesus, that's get off the gas, Brad. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, he doesn't he doesn't have the Fight Club body anymore. It's a different version. That's of That's true. Body. Yeah, it was still pretty ripped though for oh, his. No, age. he's very yeah. ripped, but like he's not, <laughs> like I I would believe that he could still have that body. Okay. I mean, I think you know it's been sharpened a bit in post. I'm sure. Yeah, you sure. Know? Yeah, but I'm I'm sure I I would still believe that because it's. It's not Is like he... he's not like holding like the, the muscle mass of like a, a Dwayne Johnson or, oh, sure. or well who is or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where it's like being that big and that li- like yeah like Batista at his age <laughs> blows my mind way more yeah yeah okay than, like yeah. that is like what the fuck is happening with yeah how old is he? He's like forty seven or something. I believe he's 50. He's 50? I like, believe he's 50, 51. Nuts being as like big and like cut as he is. That's yeah, man. fucking crazy. <laughs> he's got to be on something. I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The list of the list of Hollywood stars on the gas is, is probably a lot longer than anyone <laughs> even thinks. I've never heard so. the phrase on the gas. Yeah, I've not never heard, heard that. that that's, I've heard no. the juice. <laughs> the juice, the gas. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a that's a thing you hear in a locker room. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm never thing. in any locker room. Like a like a, uh, <laughs> like a like a wrestling thing. It, uh, yeah, they're like, yeah, oh, the boys are on sense. the gas. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm fine with any celebrity taking whatever gas they need. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrities and athletes, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrities and athletes like uh, Kyrie Irving, uh, <laughs> Draymond Green, Dray- Shaquille Green. O'Neal, yeah. and AJ Styles. Um. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Draymond Green, I won't say our friend's name, but <laughs> I mean, we have a friend who uh, has a crazy conspiracy theory. Maybe I've told you guys this before. Uh, the conspiracy theory he has is that um, 
the world ended on 9-11 <laughs> <laughs> and we're in hell now. <laughs> uh, I mean, and I love that. I think that's true. Uh, you see, I could date somebody like that. Yeah. You know, that, that yeah. <laughs> I'd go for that. Yeah, the other thing is if the conspiracy theory is funny enough. Yeah, if it's then hilarious, sure. then, yeah, then yeah. That's why I'm not well, against Mudflood. Mudflood yeah. is fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I believe Mudflood. Um, all right. Well, hey, thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, Rivers, where can people find you and your goods uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at rivers langley you can check out my podcast it's called the goods from the woods it comes out every week on itunes soundcloud all the plot all the plot all the pl- blah, platforms uh i don't know what happened Are there you okay I, yeah I, i'm dead now uh this is hell uh it's on all the platforms and you can also uh check me out doing commentary for the brian kendrick's wrestling pro wrestling every third friday at the burbank moose lodge here in los angeles and on youtube at youtube.com slash wrestling pro wrestling hell yeah and luke twitter and instagram at luke f jansen amazing i'm mighty monica it's monica with a k and thank you so much for listening bye, bye. bye.